Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to BetterHelp.com slash FilmSack and start living a better life today. I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move, and the boomerang suitor, and the rock and roar jetpack, and the realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including, it's Turbo Time! Accessories sold separately, batteries not included. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had to stop and think about it. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack for the weekend of Saturday, December 18th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson, and we are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Joining me today, Brian. He's very bad at doing the alphabet backwards done away. A, B, no, that's forward. Damn it. Oh, hi. (laughs) And oh, boy, I just got back from shopping for 2021's hottest late stage capitalism doll um, action figure that my kid requested for Christmas. And I have to say... It is crazy out there. I even miss my offspring's Christmas karate ceremony where he high his belt out of a box. Taekwon ho, ho, ho. Sad news, everyone. I was unable to secure the one thing that would bring my superhero-obsessed offspring joy this holiday season and which would incidentally have pleased my wife greatly. Randy, my wife's cookies are delicious. Don't eat my cookies, Randy. I agree. Anywho, <laughs> don't worry. I'm just going to cosplay my way out of this like I do every problem I am presented with. Good thing I had the body of a Greek god. So on the way home, I ran down to my local Santa Syndicate crime warehouse and bought a 2021's hottest late-stage capitalism costume, er, uniform, from some easily offended Santas and elves. Well, the quality of the products were questionable, and when I protested, I had to fight the big show. Hmm. Hi, big show. Ho, ho, ho. But don't worry. Don't worry. I hired Booger from Revenge the Nurse to dress up in a pink saber-toothed tiger furry costume, er, kink, er, to whatever, to my sidekick. He's going to be the sidekick that everybody loves to hate. And now we are headed to the parade in the honor of 2021's hottest late-stage capitalism doll action figure to surprise my needy little shit. I mean, kid. Oh, and Randy, don't forget, you're my wife's number one customer. Put that cookie down. <laughs> uh, strong entry this week. Very, very good. Uh, they would never say action figure. We'll, we'll get into that. I don't er, understand that. That was really weird. Action figure. Uh, let's uh, now move down the road here to Randy. I'll never forget the time he uppercut a reindeer, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Do you find yourself living in a city so big that it takes two hours to drive to your kid's school in the evening? But is it so small that you keep running into the same five people all day, no matter where you go? Are a series of misunderstandings leading you kind of toward divorce, but let's face it, not really divorce, divorce. I'm Randy Deluxe, and I've got the solution for all your worries. Mm. Buy my new book, Stop That. In Stop That, you're going to learn how all of your biggest mistakes happen because you choose to do something when you should have just hung out with your family, like Mm. literally every day. Read Stop That. 
to learn my three easy rules for a better life. Number one, are you the only one working late on December 23rd while everyone else is partying and getting promoted to higher karate belt colors? Stop that. If you'd gone home from work (laughs) early, you could have even made your wife drive you to the school while you looked at Twitter on your phone. Number two, (laughs) when you realized that you completely failed to purchase a key gift for your child this year, did you embark on a massive yet obviously futile endeavor to cover up and eliminate the mistake? Stop that. (laughs) You should look at your wife straight in the eye and say, no, I failed. Now, (laughs) what can I do to make it up to you with my perfect body in our gorgeous 3,000 square foot home in the suburbs? (laughs) Number three. crappy bed. Uh, Yeah. Number three. When things do start going right for you through the magic of Christmas accidental gift acquiring miracles, Mm. do you feel compelled to play along with a ridiculous public spectacle? Stop that. (laughs) Just pick up the toy that's right in front of you, celebrate your win, and step off the parade float that happens to be right in front of your family. Mm -hmm. It's also Mm -hmm. right in front of the police. Hand your kid the toy and sit down in the street and prepare to be arrested. Don't just do something. Sit there. <laughs> right in front of uh, right in front of what's his name that the police. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're saying there's Robert a lot Conrad. of Robert Conrad. Knock yeah. that battery off my shoulder. Yeah, there you go. So there's a lot of a lot of uh, incidents of convenience, huh? Yeah. They're Don't just choices. do something. Sit there. <laughs> well, I, I got right. that. I got that. Yep. <laughs> I also got that. Hey, look at what else we got. Brian Arnie can't uh, can kill a predator, but he can't remember to put gas in a suburban ibit. <laughs> Thanks, Lisa. And I'm Gail Storm, meteorologist from Minneapolis News 5, and we're your commentators for the annual Christmas parade, which, for some reason, takes place about 4 p.m. on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Anyway, let's see who we have coming down the parade route. Oh, it's the float for the United States Postal Service. Their float this year is a reminder that postal workers stress this time of year is no laughing matter, and they'd like for the public to stop using the phrase going postal. Not sure why their float this year is a raging volcano, but it's some beautiful work. Well done, USPS. Next up, it's the gang from Sesame Street. I see Cookie Monster, Elmo. I think that's the tick for some reason. And, oh, look, there's Ernie and Bert. And what are they doing? Oh, they're holding hands. Okay, I guess that answers that question. Oh, look at our next float, everybody. It's the toy that everyone's trying to get their hands on this holiday season. Furby, no, it's Turbo Man and his trusty sidekick, book. Uh, I mean, Booster. <laughs> oh, wait, Turbo Man looks familiar. Hey, that's the guy who works at the mattress company. He says that I'm his number one customer. I'd recognize that smile anywhere, even with the Turbo Man mask on his face. Oh, wow. Looks like he's picking a kid from the audience. To get that one-of-a-kind Turbo Man action figure, hey, it's his son. That doesn't seem... uh, Oh, huh? Looks like his son doesn't even recognize him, despite the fact that Turbo Man keeps calling him Chamey. (laughs) Chamey? I've only seen this guy once or twice at the mattress company, and even I can recognize him. Wait, okay, his wife's walking over to him. Surely she'll recognize... No, she doesn't Mm. appear to be figuring it out either, and presumably they, they sleep together. Seriously, I know this is Minneapolis, but how many other guys can look and sound like this guy and his own family doesn't even... Oh, I'm being told we need to move on to the next float, which features the parade's music number. Please welcome Lisa Lisa and Cult Jam. What? 
Was that in the movie? <laughs> no, it was not in the movie. Okay. No, but I, it's a but great I, reference. I was just trying to pick a uh, uh, somewhat that time, time frame. specific. Yeah. yeah. Since since it's I, in Minneapolis, thank you for saying "ope" over and over throughout oh, that. Ope. Nice. Ope. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, yeah. you betcha. Sure. Yeah. It. Uh, I, they didn't realistically depict the the the, the temperature. Uh, that kind of bugged me the yeah, entire time. Yeah, they were all was, a little too. Yeah, warm. All that was very weird. But I did think about Ibit the whole time I was watching the uh, Gale Force, and I was like, oh my god, this is like written for Ibit. The Ibit may have <laughs> written really? this scene. Yeah, I felt oh, like that's that. Awesome. Was wow. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's a hell of a thing. The thing we watched. It's called Jingle All the Way, and many of you are like. Oh, that's my favorite childhood memory movie. I love it. It's so good. I want to step right in the middle of what you're saying, Scott, because it it it's okay. It's like, terrible. This, yeah, no, it's this not. Movie, no, it's, no, it's, it's bad. Okay it's it's film. bad. What? Oh, there's a, a film split. That, I also didn't see this film for a very long time. Like yeah. I, I only saw it for the first time last year, and I watched it last year, and I was like, eh, all right. But then, you know, because we had to watch it again. Or I had to watch. And it I again. got high. Yes, I watched it. I watched it again, <laughs> and it, and I saw a bunch of stuff that I that I re- it made me realize. Oh, it's okay. It's okay that people oh, have this. You're like, not going to tell you know, us that the the more you watch this movie, the no, more like things you no, pick out. No, because there's that is not, not it's what all I'm on the surface. Okay, it's not what I'm saying. I am saying that when people tell you, "Hey, this is like in my top five favorite Christmas movies to watch every year," it's okay. It's okay for them to. Oh, it's like, totally. That's this okay. Is, this is yeah, that's very fine. narrow category of films, yeah. and this one is perfectly fun. It's perfectly, you know, like acceptable. It's aged really badly, but not as badly as like you know, yeah. like to to have a bunch of like racism or something. It's okay. It's an okay movie. I, Please. I don't think it aged. I don't think it aged badly. It almost feels like. Because it's such a snapshot of who we were at the moment. I don't think you ever look at it and go, oh, well, that's aged poorly. I, I think you just look and go, oh, okay, that's such a snapshot in time. Really? Because there was a time. Because what was it because about the 96? Days before cell phones and eBay. Yeah, right? but like, <laughs> dude, right. I had a cell phone in 96. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't know that there was something about 96 that this reflects at all i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say that that's a hokum because this movie i disagree because it's 1996 i mean this is uh the power rangers man if you're if you were growing up during this time 1996 everything in this movie is encapsulates encapsulates the childhood of that nine to 12 year old oh i agree with that yeah that's true Mm -hmm. i get that what i'm saying is okay and i said it to you guys last night and i'll repeat it here because i really believe this this movie is made for kids and dumb people yeah and dumb people. Well, hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. Be, Hold on. Let me explain. Dumb people. Let me explain. So <laughs> if you are a kid and you watch this in 96, I have zero judgment for you. You're a kid. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to like stuff that maybe, I don't know, doesn't hold up as well when you get to be an adult. That's the whole point of being a kid. You, a lot of people saw the prequels and loved them because they were kids. Adults saw the prequels and wanted to die because we were no longer kids. You're talking about Star Wars prequels. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Just in general. So, like, like don't don't assume my Star <clears throat> Star Wars knowledge. No, 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 no. It's okay. So, <laughs> I so the point is like, you know, this movie. I think by by the measure of a child is a good time, and the only other group that it's a measure of a good time are dumb people. 
Then hey, that, hey, those hey, are your two I categories. Disagree. You don't have to be. You don't have to be dumb. I mean, you don't have to be simple. What you're really saying is simple, people. And you don't have to be simple to enjoy this movie. You just have to have the, you know, the acceptance that this movie is a kids' movie. And if you want to enjoy it as an adult and be young at heart. Then be young yeah, and hard. But that, if doesn't you, make okay. you, that doesn't make you simple or dumb. No, no, I agree. I agree with that. Okay, may, let me re- yeah. let me rectify that. If you were of age at the time and, and enjoyed it, and then now look back and have a great nostalgic time, I have no judgment for that. That's great. If you're somebody who never saw this before, and you're a, 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 an adult with a discerning mind about what what decent entertainment is and good acting is and good directing is, <laughs> then there's no way that you can look at this and go, oh, what an adorable holiday romp. You can't I think it is an adorable is holiday what? romp. I Wait. think Sinbad and I think Sinbad makes this an enjoyable holiday it makes romp. it worse. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. We're, <laughs> what? we're talking about the contents of a box we haven't unpacked. Hold on, please. <laughs> I need, What's in your box? I, hold on. I need for Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett separately uh-huh. To talk about why they never saw it twenty five years ago, luck and and or at <laughs> any time in the luck. last twenty five years, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I what? can tell you why. I know why. I'm, yeah, I, because I'll, okay, I'll listen, I'll I'll listen, I want Johnson to say something. And Brian, I'll, I'll Brian because, Dunaway goes, "I'll tell you go, why." Go ahead. Because, tell you why. Uh, all right, tell tell us why before I. I'll tell you why because it's 1996. Both of you guys were outside of the target demographic for this at that time. There would be I no reason disagree. for you to see. Oh it. my this, god! I disagree. I disagree. I think at the time we were in our 20s, and this was aimed at. Hey, you remember our Arnold? Kids. Here's another funny Arnold movie. Check yeah. it out. Uh, he's like twins. And, Here we go. This, this is point, right, for me. This right, is and, on the level of like the earnest movies. This is basically yokel hum- humor without the yokels. <laughs> like this is this is this movie demonstrates what I hate about yokel humor movies. And there isn't a single you know earnest or or uh, Beverly Hillbilly in it. <laughs> right. and ju- and just but it's be, that, that slapstick. Here. Both are earnest, by the way. Yeah, at, very at this point, at this point, right? You <laughs> oh, were, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, tell me, tell me if I'm if I'm right or wrong. Uh, Brian Ibbett and Scott Johnson. At this point, in 1996, you are at the end of 10 years of going to see every single Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is about the so. cap of that, I think. Yeah, if you th- I'm trying to think of a thing post this. I mean, Terminator Three, I guess, was that. Okay, so this. clearly, clearly, Schwarzenegger as a property, and this is mm-hmm. a Schwarzenegger vehicle, one hundred percent of the oh, way. Yeah, they paid him. Schwarzenegger yeah, is not the reason that you didn't go see this or haven't seen it in, ever since. Like, it's not, it's not him. No, it, yeah, exactly. Definitely isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger because, like, it, you know, you you got it right. Uh, yeah. Kindergarten Cop, uh, Eraser, like everything. I'm trying to look and see what what came before this. For whatever reason, Kindergarten Cop feels like the closest. That's the analog, um, isn't it? It's, a, it's the I, closest thing yeah. to this. I ch- Although I that movie it. wasn't really... Oh, Last Action Hero, probably also a good comparison. Yeah. I would also argue Kindergarten Cop had decent acting, a fun story, and it holds up. Whereas and this it was, is it was aimed yeah. at adults and not at kids. Well, it was. again, well, I get yes, that it idea. Was, but Last Action Hero... Uh, aimed at kids. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, and no, I'm uh, that exactly. That's and that's I'm drawing that parallel, right? I'm saying that yeah, okay. th- that was another one that was aimed at kids. Kindergarten Cop really wasn't aimed at kids. 
No. Well, and, you, that was adults. No. And no. it wasn't a Christmas movie. Like, let's make sure we keep that front and center. This is intended to be a Christmas movie. And it's intended to be a classic Christmas movie. It's written, it's written performed, <laughs> oh, wait, edited. Who is the entire thing? <laughs> who is helping and disagreeing at the idea this is a Christmas movie? I'm just, no, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing that, but I don't think it matters. I don't it think does. the fact that it's a Christmas movie. It absolutely matters because if it's not Schwarzenegger, if, if Schwarzenegger hadn't been ruined for you by this point, and that's what kept you from seeing it, oh. then it oh. must have to do with the entire zeitgeist of Christmas comedy action. Well, look, movies. I can tell you real simply, it's Schwarzenegger's not the reason this movie's bad. He's part of the bad, but he's not the reason. Uh-huh. It's the me the reason this movie's bad is well, first of all, the, the entire premise is based on uh the freaking cabbage pa- cabbage patch Elmo doll freak out that people right. do the craze. Exactly. Yeah. Which had yeah. not ever happened before this movie came out. Well, right. hold Elmo, on. Cabbage Elmo patch had no, that- a year that this movie came yeah, out. Yeah, but cabbage patch happened before. Cabbage, cabbage patch, patch don't, totally was yeah, this, before this. Yeah, yeah this, was, this was even say Furby based. was before this. Yeah, Furby is yeah. all those things. There 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 have been examples of this stuff for for a long time. I, I think Elmo Tickle Me Elmo is maybe the biggest example ever and that was later but it what I it, think laughing at I think laughing at our capitalistic, you know, our our, our capitalism, oh, I think was important feel, at this point. We're in the gross. mid nineties. We this was a this was a you know this was something that was on our minds. You know what what are we really doing? Because we were out of the eighties. We're in the middle of the nineties, and we're looking back at the eighties now, going, "What in the hell were we doing mm-hmm. with capitalism during the eighties? And I think this is a great look at it. And it's 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 silly. It just tells me that people are dicks. Like I didn't, it didn't make me make a big economic uh, summation of my understanding of, 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 you know, capitalism over the last 20 years. What it did to me was go, man, people are dicks when there's scarcity. We're the worst. And and that's, and that's, and that's humor, right? I mean, tension, you know, it breeds humor. You know, it's like, I, I think. Yeah, but the humor's bad. The humor's just trip over each other and I can't grab a ball fast enough. And the mailman's got Mm -hmm. two balls, get him. And, it's not funny. I it's like it. I laugh so much. I can't laugh at that stuff. It's just no, not funny. No, and, I gotta oh, laugh now at we it. hit the car. Now we hit the bike. The cop's bike. And oh, now the cop is. They, there's so you much. You guys have which, no holiday spirit. No, you bunch whatever. of Grinches. Whatever. If you if you were to tell me that uh, <laughs> that two years before this. Uh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger would do True Lies, and I'd say, "No, no, that was Look, clearly after this. After he'd wiped the stink of Jingle all this, the way off him. No, yeah, this, True Lies came out movie, two years before weird. this. Weird. I didn't even think did about that. Need, this movie did not need Arnold Schwarzenegger. This, I would have loved to have no, seen. I would have loved them to, to have seen Sinbad being cast uh, as as Howard, uh, and I would love to have seen that. And I would love to have seen like Danny DeVito as Demento or something. That would be fun. So there, so, none of these characters are necessarily okay. Better, better than that. Rita Wilson's already in this. Just get Tom Hanks in there, and you've fixed your whole ninety percent of your problem. It's still I, not a I great mean, movie, the, but you know. the magic, the magic of the it story doesn't work that is, way. Tom Hanks gets Rita Wilson into his movies. Oh, she doesn't get Tom Hanks into hers. Oh, okay. Now I understand. See, this is kind of like a movie. This would be like making a movie about blockbuster the video store and and the reason why it would be like that is because we don't have (laughs) this sort of mania behind a single product to the extent that it was uh you know Back when this what? Film was made. what if McDonald's? Oh no, we totally do. Not like people not waiting in line level. for no, iPhones. And, you know what you can't uh, get right now? PlayStation fives, Xboxes, radio <laughs> yes, cards. PlayStation fives almost going on a full people year are scalping of like crazy. This never yeah, left. But that's that's very that's very once. I mean, that was that's very. It's like okay, gamers are really into that. 
But I mean, every kid that was that wanted a Cabbage Patch doll, it was across the board. Cabbage yeah. Patch dolls. Do you know it wasn't just want, like they want one their consoles. section of. I think of kids people. want their consoles. I, I I get what you're saying. I don't think this is a the slice of pie out of time that you that you like to assign to it. And I'm not you know I'm not saying that there isn't some enjoyment certainly for kids in this movie. And I think I know kids right now and that Brian. if they watch this, they think this would be a complete riot. They would laugh their heads off. I don't think it's trying to say anything. I think it's just going, oh, hey, remember that Cabbage Patch Rush? We're going to do a movie about that, and it's going to be about this Turbo Man thing, and we're going to call it a doll and never an action figure, and here's the movie. <laughs> right. And that's where the, they did correct it as action figure at one point or another, didn't they? They, they did in, in the movie. They corrected it several times. They made sure to mention it several times. They made sure that the uh, adults read it very subdued. They yeah. read the lines. I mean, it was it was a definitely a low-key humor. So you say there's nothing layered about this, but I would argue this is a time during the 90s like the Burbs and other comedies of his time. Uh they they would have they would have straight dialogue of things going on in the background that if you paid attention you would notice was related to the dialogue being said and if you were just kind of skimming through it you wouldn't see it and if you go back and watch it the second time you might catch those little sprinkled little jokes and little Little, uh, you know, little nods and things you might miss along the way. So, so I, I think you to me, it's all pratfall. It's all, uh, it's all on the sleeve. You don't, you don't it's, talk to your wife on the phone. And it, it is fine if you don't like this movie. It is fine if no, you no, think no. it's juvenile. I don't. I, you, I, think, I don't want anyone to be thing, defensive the thing about I take, it. The thing I, I take issue with is that you think that you'd have to be dumb to enjoy this. I, I already, I already so. copped I to that. I don't. I agree. You already, you already wrong, backed out of that one. Yeah, it's the wrong. It's the wrong terminology. You're absolutely right. Right. I, I think that if if you uh, if you walk into this, let me put it this way: if you're an adult and you've never seen this, and you're not going to watch right. this with a kid, you're going to have a bad time. I will say that because I think this movie has. If, if you if you've never seen it before <laughs> and you watch it now like and the, you want things like story acting quality comedy these sorts of things let you're not going to get it adhesion let's to the see. laws of physics yeah all right. of that let's let's okay so <laughs> this is a good hell? example wait a minute hold on just a second are yeah. we really going to complain bitterly about adhesion to the law i am I'm yes not, when I this am. is a christmas no. comedy yes no with, I, with I magic am. with magic uh, okay okay uh, so all christmas comedy i i can think of three Christmas comedies that I think are better, just generally better than this movie. Only three? And, I can think of a yes. lot more. I, I can think of every, all of them. By I the can way. think of every Christmas yeah. comedy that is. <laughs> and they all have. They're all. There's a big trope here, right? Like there's this like there's this like meta trope on mm. the on these movies. Yeah. And and what it is is at Christmas time, a series of misunderstandings leads almost to disaster, but. A series of happy accidents leads us to Christmas. Mm, that's right. it. That's sure. the the entire Imagine. thing. Yeah. And the three that the three that I find that I think I like more than Jingle All the Way are Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, and Elf. Yeah. And all three of those, all three of those follow the exact same pattern: series of right. misunderstandings, yeah. almost lead to disaster. And and they there's some real violence in all of those movies, by the way. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then especially Home Alone. And then <laughs> a series of happy accidents gets us out of it and leads us to Christmas and everybody's happy and together and family. Yeah, that you're they're yeah, you all like Die that. Hard, by the way. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what series of misunderstandings? It's not a comedy, right? I mean, are there really? Are there even any jokes? Yeah, in some. Are there some moments? Sure. Yippee ki yay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few laughs. You know, sarcasm. Uh, yeah. There's not. It's not full so, of jokes, but there's some there. But I agree with you, Randy. You you've 100 percent laid what? laid out the thing. The difference between yes. this and those is that those are well made. Yes. Oh, okay. So this I is well made. Like, hey, 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 hey. It's <laughs> well, it's well on. shot. It's, uh, yes, the cast it's is fine. Well edited. Every, it's it's stuck. It's unfortunately stuck in 1996. And by the time you finally get to where the movie really needs to deliver, you're looking at the worst animation and faking of a man flying around in a jetpack that you've I, ever I actually, seen. I actually like it because it it this absolutely is a reflection of what the special effects look like in the power Rangers. So that's <laughs> kind of locked in time as well. So that stunning. That but shouldn't up, that, shouldn't that just be when they're running around the, the, the Gorn fight stone rock thing at the beginning. And, uh, uh, that's, that's the power if, Rangers. If you, should... if you watch anything, Oh, I mean, okay. So we're, this movie's not brilliant or anything, but there are things there's, there's a mirroring that is happening in the opening scenes. It's going to be played out later on at the end of yeah. the film. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I expect it to be a little bit of, that bringing fantasy to, to uh, life. It, it, By the way, did yeah. anybody else recognize Lorraine Newman as the first lady uh, in that opening Mighty Morphin Power Rangers I, sequence? I did not, but Richard Mull got like and a, Richard, a and Richard Mull. He got like yeah. he got like a he got like a a, a, hit, a credit at the top of the movie, and yeah. I'm like, but he he's got, only in this for like five oh, did seconds. He really? Yeah, he oh, got a big funny. credit. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, that was very. Yeah, yeah. Harvey Corman, Lorraine Newman as the president and the first lady, yeah. and Richard yes. Ball as Dementor. It's pretty funny seeing <laughs> Harvey Corman in anything that I yeah, think of 96. as modern '90s because it felt like he just had disappeared by then. But there he was right. doing a weird cameo. There's a lot of weird cameos. We'll get to those in a second. But I just, you know, this idea that '96 was somehow a year where our brains were a certain place. It's also the year that. Movies like Fargo and Train Spotting and you know Jerry well, Maguire you know, were, and they, you you get I mean you can't expect everybody to be <laughs> that right okay look look let me tell you something when this when this movie came out critically panned and you know that's fine however a hundred and twenty nine million dollars at the box office. And it has staying power. It is still on a streaming service every single year, making money. You're really trying to defend your purchase of the Jingle All the Way Blu-ray Special Edition, aren't you? Surprisingly, I don't have this on Blu-ray. Surprisingly. I just have a DVD. I haven't went and bought it because it's always available. So I've never had any desire. It's always available. always available. So I have no, you know, I'm I'm not like afraid they're going to put it in the vault. Right, like that, right. so yeah, I it's currently safe. on like eight streaming services that we we all subscribe to. So we, right. we didn't have any hard time finding this. They just added Peacock like a couple days ago too. So yeah, and if you can't and if you can't watch it in its uh, raw form, you can always watch Solar Opposites on Hulu with the, uh, yes, with the, the holiday Christ. special. Yeah. I was hoping somebody else watched that. Okay, so Absolutely, you did. I did. You yeah. did see the uh, the the special jingle all the way. Absolutely, I love that <laughs> it, show. So I'm excited to see yeah. this. I didn't know. Yeah, it you'll love it even more after watching this. Okay, I'm yeah. in. I'm all in. And on that. and by the way, I mean this movie's been referenced in a lot of things over the years yeah. ever since. So it's been 25 years of of you know history for us. I I just like I would I want to know. I'm still trying to summarize for this thing because I I, I can't allow it to just be all all bad for you guys. Mm. Like what <laughs> what before you watched it yesterday. What do you, what did you know for sure about the movie? Well, I knew Scott? about the doll or doll. I knew about the action figure and them trying to fight to get it. 
that's all, I, that's all I knew. That's I knew that they were racing through a store to get something, and it was a yeah. you know Cabbage Patch doll because you saw deal. because you saw the trailer. Yeah, and yeah. What about that trailer said this movie's made for me that you would have went to see it? Nothing. Uh, Arnold and 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 Arnold? possible funny like things that would make me laugh would have would have gotten me to theaters. I mean, I didn't avoid this because yeah. of any specific reason. I I just it was one of those movies I just didn't see it. I just. And you also didn't, apparently at the time, you didn't hear that it was great. Like, no, there was nobody telling you, you, you should no. do this. Because no. it because there was literally nobody in the world saying to anyone else, you should go see this. Like, well, it was just right. it was just the elephant in the room. There was no other big Christmas yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, I'll admit, I don't remember, I don't think I remember anyone saying good or bad about it. I think I was just oblivious to it. It was it just kind of came and went, and I, nobody mm-hmm. ever went, ooh, I heard that was bad. Like, I just don't think I was tapped into, like, movie reviews back then in 96. I think I was just like, oh, Schwarzenegger? Cool. That might be funny. But uh, Yeah, and you were like, a, you were in the throes of making a family, right? Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, I had a little, yeah, I mean, like, a you year had and a half little old. bitty kids. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't take to the theater. <laughs> making a family. Scott's pointing at his bed. This no, is where I'm right. Straight up. Jingle all the way or sex. Which, ta- which, uh, <laughs> what's- Taylor is, uh, <laughs> what, she was a year and a half at this point? I, I've only exactly. got Exactly. So, why in the hell would you head to Jingle All the Way? Oh, she loves you she was dude i have to this is not a fair comparison because she was crazy with movies she could go to any movie horror movies loud movies didn't matter one, slept, i would punch you in the face if you brought your one through the whole thing the never cried never woke up slept through every movie we took her to i took her to uh mimic remember mimic oh no not yeah. mimic. oh my uh, god no wonder what you do to your child not mimic what was the one oh, shit the one with um oh the museum and the the creature that comes to life in the museum yeah, I and that was mimic the one with the. Uh, not Are you talking about Night at the Museum? Uh, Penelope Ann Miller? Maybe. Guy in a wheelchair uh, <laughs> helps run the place. He gets killed. <laughs> X-Men? Mi- talking about the last action hero? <laughs> no. Shit. Anyway, it's we've seen it here. I've, we've yeah, seen I, think the- it's, I think it is Mimic. It's the one where she's, like, she's working in the basement of the museum. Creature. Wonder uh, Woman 1984? No. no. Come on. Wait, mimic's, not, mimic's the Del Toro movie with the bug man. <laughs> That's different, but but oh, you're on the right. Yeah, uh, thinking. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, really? That's not even it. Yeah, but it's the one with Penelope Ann Miller where she's working in the basement of the museum and she's yes, and that detective relic, relic, relic. That's it. Oh, Shit. okay. Oh, okay. Different you're in the, it was a whole okay. different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So anyway, I took her to see about. Relic, and she sat in my lap and slept. That's all she does in movies is sleep. The other two kids, well, by the way, well, that's not being that's not loving movies. That's loving sleeping in your dad's lap. That's home. That's my point. Is I dark? There's no reason I wouldn't have seen this movie. Is my point. I would have. I could. Oh yes, there. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) One year old. You're like you're gonna. You can't wait. Oh man, other people hate those parents. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We'd already learned over two, three movies that she just slept during movies. So I could have taken her. No problem. Is my point. It wouldn't. She would have been fine. Tristan came with us to uh, Yes Man and the piano. Not the piano. The pianist. Oh wow! Oh, the we- uh, that's Harvey okay. Keitel Wiener right there. That no, no, no. The piano is Harvey Keitel Wiener. Uh, pianist is Adrian Brody Nose. Oh, Broken Nose yes. Wiener, yeah. which is Adrian. also as big as Harvey Keitel's Wiener. <laughs> right. Man, the pianist. I like. I hope he slept through it because, like, if you if you were a we little kid watching it. that, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. All right, so I, we should a little bit of info back on the background of this thing. This thing was yeah. produced by Christopher Columbus uh, or Chris, rather. Who was known for uh, you know Home Alone two uh, directed that uh, no wait directed Home Alone wait did he direct all the Home Alones he was part wait. of it now I don't remember because John about Hughes it last year I don't know right? John Hughes John directed Hughes was a writer, wrote, right? look it up Home, Chris Columbus maybe did three 
directed three or something. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But anyway, he was a producer on this. He wanted Joe Pesci to play uh, Myron. Uh, too short, they said. No. What? Uh, they because Arnold's well, six two. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you were casting against Arnold, but I mean, look how great twins worked in that. That his, you know, Danny DeVito. Yeah, but the whole super premise. Short. The whole premise of that is that you have to have two people who look very different in stature. Right. Oh yeah, good point. That's the whole movie, isn't it? It wasn't. It wasn't key. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't key. <clears throat> I thought. I thought Sinbad was more involved and less of a, a nemesis. Well, my impression was that these two would be like competitive at first but then fast friends later and i guess ultimately yeah. kind of in the end all is forgiven but mm-hmm. yeah that well, they, didn't go they the were they were two two dads uh you know of of basically the same sort right they they were both uh, more focused on their more focused on themselves than really being Okay, oh, Sinbad's mm. character is is a big problem for this movie mm. because okay. it wasn't it wasn't fully thought through. Like they they kind of slapdash outlined Sinbad's character, and then he embodies it. He fills the space like a gas, and it's not it's not quite right. <laughs> like like that's gas. my <laughs> one of my good. biggest problems with the movie is that they didn't you know like there there wasn't a lot of thought given to okay wait are we gonna make this guy out to be psychotic are mm. we gonna like he's like. He is having he's having a bomb threat in front of police here. Like, are right. we are we gonna? Well, no, know, dude, like, that it, guy that guy committed like eight felonies. He dumped yeah. mail all over the street. But You're so not did, that's so a felony. Schwarzenegger. So I mean, it's all is is that you know? There's got to yeah, be a trope for it. But Schwarzenegger Wall, works Wall for the mattress really, company. That yeah, guy works yeah. for the federal government. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's those are all federal crimes that he was committing, including yeah. actually having a bomb with him. And it was real. Like, and all he's but, going but to jail. He know, he, he, but he didn't know he had the bomb. Well, yes, he did. He, no, he knew that no, was a he bomb. Know, he no, didn't he didn't know. He didn't know that. People are yeah. crazy. Oh, no, wait. So you're saying that, that bomb, bomb. You're saying that bomb just happened to be in the thing because some weirdo sent a bomb in the mail says, and it just happened to be the one he pulled it, out. As yeah, he's, he's walking over the sky bridge. That's worse. It's worse is what I'm yes. saying. That's so yes. much worse. <laughs> yes. Thank you for agreeing with me. It's a it's a really problematic character that, that could have been way better. I, but what so I'm getting at is worse. like Sinbad is really fun and funny as this character, especially when he becomes the bad guy. Like when he when he puts on the suit, so to speak, that you know, right. that trope like he oh. really he's perfect for it. And that like I can't like I I could imagine other action comedy heroes playing the main character like I could imagine Kurt Russell doing that really well right Mm -hmm. but I can't I can't imagine someone else in Sinbad's place he's just perfect yeah really I I think I would love to have seen I think Sinbad's perfect in this film being a frazzled dad trying to look. Uh, for a you know last second trying to get a toy for his for his kid because I could see him like I said playing as Howard Arnold Schwarzenegger's character I could totally see that and I would love to have, because I think he could have played that just as well if not better because he has such an he it, you almost feel kind of sorry for him the way he plays things and but you also kind of know he deserves the things he gets and so I think he could have played a little better whereas I, and mm. like. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of perfect casting in this movie. Having having Martin Mull hanging out and as a DJ, he's he is the <laughs> ultimate DJ. Jake Lloyd puts in the only great performance of his career as oh. a kid. Um, <laughs> and and no, Martin Mull didn't play the DJ. No. Yeah, yeah, Martin yeah, Mull was the DJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the Pony Pony and, and there's no, you're a thinking, bunch of of, you're thinking of Richard Mall, different dude. Richard Mall, I'm and, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're like, right. Like, I'm like, got, I got confused. Yeah, they also Mull. went to a mall, so they had a mall, a mall, and a mall. <laughs> 
That's true. Like, don't have two. Don't have two malls in your movie. Yeah, right. Richard, no, one of them's a mall. The other one's a mall. Mall. Let me, let me just mall and mall to me. So I can hit a punchline here. <laughs> Phil Hartman is perfect in his role. I don't love that role for him because I don't want to remember it. him that way. But he's yeah. perfect. Rita right. Wilson's perfect, etc., etc., etc. And then we have the weird appearance of Jim Belushi, and he's fantastic. He's wearing white Ugh. eyebrows. It's just, it's just so, it's just a weird thing because you, you would on paper go, oh, so this is also a Jim Belushi movie. No, it's not. It could have been anybody. Mm. He doesn't, he doesn't shine through the character. He doesn't yeah. look. It's not an interesting character. You know, Mickey's in there from uh, Seinfeld, the little, uh, yes. yeah. little, little guy. Yeah, <laughs> He's, uh, right. and, yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed that actually. He he plays a good elf. He also wasn't he also the elf in uh, Bad Santa? No, that's. No, yeah, bad Santa. Then. Yeah, he was bad Santa. Who was the elf in Bad Santa? Was it Vern Troyer? Oh it Vern no, he's not. No, 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 no. no that's wait, not what's Vern his Troyer. name? That's not. A, that's he's not his a, name. Uh, I don't think so. He's a black. Oh, now I'm getting totally confused. Oh my god, I'm getting all my holiday movies. I've watched so many holiday movies this past week. I've watched Bad Santa. I've watched Elf. I've watched this. Yeah. And now I've t- that now little guy's name is that little guy's name is Tony Cox. And yes, thank you, Tony Cox. Tony Cox. Uh, this movie, this movie credits two little people and I couldn't, I couldn't figure it. Like there's way more than two little people in this film, right? Yes. R- yes. But the credits have, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. The one of the, one of the, uh, Russian Santa mob is, uh, <laughs> yeah. The one that got punched across the one the that room. got punched. It goes, yeah. yeah. That looks, that's stupid. a trope. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. How's yeah. trope. And it was, you can't, you can't painful. do the tossing, right? Painful quality. Of, yeah. So uh, Vern Troyer was effects. Vern Troyer was the uncredited mini Santa. Okay. That, okay. So then the elf who's Wait, with what? Jim Belushi. Troyer. The yeah. elf who's with Jim Belushi is is Ricky Mickey from Seinfeld. Um, yeah, and his go. name is uh, Junior Von Pet. His real name or his name is name Danny or? Woodburn. There you go. Yeah, Danny Woodburn. Yeah. Yeah. And he's real good. Like that's that's real real good right there, man. He's great. He gets a he gets a lot of great lines. He's real sleazy, right? Yeah. This scene right here, I'm about to put in our Discord, is uh, kind of some just genius body acting. The way he does this wave and then oh yeah, and he kind of gives him off. Yeah, he got to go waves yeah. him off the cop, the yeah. mall cop. He's yeah. one of my favorite. Oh, I got you. Okay, I was confused because I was like Vern Troyer. I didn't, but he was a mini. I see what you're saying. Mini Santa, not the elf, but mini yeah. Santa. Okay. Yeah. All right, so this little mini Santa that's flying through the air horribly and looks like it's swinging back and forth because the effect is garbage, that's Vern Troyer in there? That's Vern Troyer, correct. All right. I disagree. I I think the effect is hilarious. The physics are shit. It's making me laugh. it's funny because it's so bad. I don't think it's funny because it's supposed to be funny. No, yeah. Also, I'm going to keep banging on this nail until we drive it in. (laughs) It's also funny because this is a Christmas comedy. Like, get like. If you if you go and say I'm going oh, so one of my favorite Christmas movies that I watch every year like I'm saying top ten by the way please understand mm-hmm. I'm saying one of my top ten movies that I watch every year at Christmas is Just Friends mm-hmm. with Ryan Reynolds yeah. and that's a good one Anna Faris huh. um, never saw it I haven't seen that yeah. it, it is I love that movie mm-hmm. it is not top. 50 comedies or top 100 comedy movies of all time but it's a christmas movie yeah yeah and let me contextualize the- as christmas movie. sure and sure. that's what i'm trying really really hard to keep bringing us to for jingle all the way 
if you're if you're comparing this to just some other star vehicle action comedy, no, of course not. But there's a reason that there are people out there who have been watching this every year, and that's because it's a perfectly good Christmas movie. Mm. I think that's a right. fair thing to do. I agree with that. And I and I and I really don't want to take anything away from people who find this you know, fun for them. I certainly have movies in my childhood that I think of fondly today. I could watch, you know, uh, Time Bandits any time of the day. And that was a movie Randy had a hard time with because, again, hadn't seen it until we watched it for Film Sack. And so sometimes that happens. But in this in this particular case, because I don't have that connection and I don't have any real love for any of the source material, all I have left is, all right, how how do the jokes land? How's the plot? How's the acting? How's the whatever? I'd like to I'd like to watch Time Bandits again now that I've spent twelve years raising a kid. Yeah, I think that I think that might have some. Uh, it might, yeah. Time Bandits is great. Yeah. I freaking love it. Now, this director yeah. I, uh, by the name of uh, Brian Levant, you know him, but you don't know him. Here's what he's made before. Oh, you know him if you watched the Flintstones two years before this. Yeah, Flintstones, Beethoven, uh, Problem Child Two is his first theatrical release. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jingle All the Way, of course. Uh, then things like The Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas. That is a very, very bad movie. It's yeah. really bad. <laughs> I'd argue that there aren't a lot of good ones on the list you're giving No, us. Snow Dogs, yeah, yeah. Are We There Yet? Isn't that the most... Uh, the, it's not that they're not good it. movies. They're just directly targeted at children. Mm. So, I mean, it's it's just, you know, it is what it is. And they're, they're all money makers. Well, there's so. lots of movies targeted at children that are good, though, is what I'm saying. This idea that you can only, if it's targeted give me, give me to kids, one. then it's give bad. Give me one. Uh, give me a good movie oh, that thousands, is targeted to children. Thousands of movies oh, just, that are. Just, Iron just give me one, then. Okay, Iron Giant, oh, sure. Oh, come on. You can't go with animation. That's like a huge Herculean <laughs> okay, effort. Okay. Give me some live action <laughs> All right. PS you want some live action. Uh, Goonies. Yeah. Uh, uh, Goonies, that's 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 late. Uh, that's like late teenagers. That's not like children, children. Late, late teenagers. Those are all kids. Yeah, and like, those that, was are a, that was aimed at teenagers, not, okay. not nine. They were um, pre I want to jump in here. Kids. I'm going to go with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Sure, there's like a good the, one. There you go. That's there you game. go. Yeah. Like the, what a stupid premise. <laughs> what a stupid, dumbass premise. Why? Um, it's great. Shrink down. That's cool kids thing, man. And it's well acted. Let me, oh, let well me have all of the... <laughs> let me have any of the... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies, whatever whatever they're called, they're oh, all. Sure. I don't know if those Lily are Wonka aimed at and the Chocolate Factory and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Are those aimed at children yeah. though? Yeah, they're those written kind of their children's books. I think they're they're aimed at the young at heart, but I don't know if they're aimed necessarily at children. There's some really creepy stuff in the, those movies. Well, the books they're are even to creepier. Teach children how to be good. Yeah, the books are dark. Or the book is dark. Yeah, and yeah. but but those are children's like books. Well, yeah, those are children's books. Uh, I would also um, put in there. Hold on here, my brain's just a little empty this morning. Let's see. Uh, Can I? Yeah, Can I yeah. have these like the all of these book adaptations like Spiderwick Chronicles? That's a oh, that's yeah. a obviously aimed at Holes children. Was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Holes, Holes was alright. I liked Holes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back in the nineties, uh, there was the, there were the, that string of movies like Beethoven. Yeah, well, that's, and there's those the same were director. Not good. Yeah, not exactly. Good. Those Beethoven movies are bad. They're they bad. did well. No, they did well. They, look, they I'm not. Well. I don't want to conflate like success at the box office with quality of filmmaking. You, and the truth is, this director is making the same conf- kind of movie every time. They're all kind of bad. You can't confuse. You can't confuse money at the box office is the people speaking. Whether no, that's or not, not them saying know. it's good, yeah, but it doesn't. But it doesn't. Uh, do you know how many quality. times? Here, okay. So here, here's a good. Here's a good thing to do. Go back and listen, listen to every time uh, a movie critic criticized a film 
that ended up being successful and then go back and read all their follow-up reviews to their, to their original critique, it always changes because they realize, oh, you know, entertainment can change. Yeah, people, no, I get that. I like get that. This. But what I'm saying is the the box office results, certainly first week results, do not necessarily reflect quality of content. Mm-hmm. Um, it right. this is this Schwarzenegger vehicle is exactly this was it, the that. movies it for eight weeks and had a good second week. So yeah. that at least means some good. But word if there about. was no Arnold in this, this movie isn't even probably made. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I don't, again, I don't know, man. I made Beethoven, no Arnold in that. No, but because you have to Charles you ha- Grodin. You have to once again answer the question: Why is this top ten repeat viewing Christmas movie every right. year for twenty five years? Mm-hmm. That's the that's the real thing. Like, what's going on in here? That and people keep coming back to it. And I I gotta say, like, all you've got is story and acting. Like that, it's a generation fine of kids. Story it's just a Christmas comedy. Yeah. And it's performed pretty well. It's a generation of kids who all saw it then and thought the shit they saw then was funny, and now they still hold to it. My 11-year-old just saw it yesterday, and he thought it was funny. Of course he did, because <laughs> he's much, 11, and how he much should. Better. He should. If, if, you could, if, you could remove, if you could remove the nostalgia component, how much better story and execution is uh, A Christmas Story then jingle all the way. About a I'm thousand asking. million I'm not say, times I'm not better. I'm saying. I'm just asking. Okay, I'll give you a thousand times better. How about that? Oh, okay. that's not, that's just not fair. Like I'm like I'm saying, it is <laughs> it is objectively better. The Christmas Story is just it's a very well crafted movie. You can tell someone took a lot more time with the script than with this movie, but it's not a thousand is times it, is better. It, that's it's, not fair. All right. Well, also, how do you want to quantify argue it? that Christmas Story is not wholly made for kids? It's definitely aimed towards. This is what it was like for me when I was growing up. And kids right. would not go to that and say, oh, yeah, like having a, a, a Christmas list that, you know, you give to Santa and that sort of thing. That bad example. But the the nostalgia of the movie is separate from the nostalgia within the movie of it being the Christmas when this kid was growing up. And kids watching that would not find I it think you just nailed where I'm trying to get here. And that is this. I'll, I'll just refine kind of what you were leading into in my mind. Sure, please tell me do, because I wasn't saying it very well. Well, and I may be wrong about what, what I'm taking away, but you can tell me. So here's here's what I think the difference is. I don't think movies that are made strictly for the, the brains of a 6 to 12-year-old are good almost ever. I think the ones that are good and last and that people look back on very fondly and the ones that last the test of time, movies like Big, uh, movies like... I don't know. Labyrinth is a good example. These movies that are made for kids, and I don't just mean comedies, but just movies that, you know, are primarily fantasy driven sort of for the delight of young people kind of movies. The ones that last the test of time are the ones where they don't strictly aim it at kids. The example I would use would be almost anything Pixar makes adults can enjoy because there's tons of references and stuff in those movies where adults are like, Oh yeah, I get, I totally get what they're doing here. This isn't just kids fair. It's the difference between the, what was the tinky winky thing? What was that? What were those guys Uh, called? Teletubbies. Teletubbies and say something like bluey, which is on Netflix right now. Bluey is bluey is is hundred percent for kids this year. If you're looking for some bluey merch. Oh yeah. Big time. (laughs) But bluey is a very, very good kids show. And part of what makes it great is a kid can watch it and love it, and their parents can sit and smile and laugh at the same time. Those Australians really always bring some good, good uh, kid entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And, and so my point the kid, is, I uh, feel like this is down their babysitter and 
Christ, you're <laughs> I feel like this this movie is just candy with no substance, jingle all the way. Which is yeah, which is fine. It's I mean, fine. It exists. And I like, eat chocolate covered everything. Exactly. And it's trash, people people are going to eat garbage all the time, and I get it, and it's totally fine. But if you don't have either the childhood connection to it or a, a yeah. tolerance for that kind of mindless stuff, I think you end up in the camp that me and Ibit are mostly in. Yeah, that's my. And that's, that's fine. Once again, that is fine. And it's also well, really, does not have to be your thing. Yeah, of course. I not. promise you, it's really no surprise that you guys are in the same place after having watched it for the first time in 2021. Yes. After right. all of this history behind us, like it's no surprise. I just, I'm just saying, you might be surprised the next time you watch this movie, and you should sometime in the future just watch this movie at christmas time and see if it if it changes a little bit if for there's you. any holiday magic in your hearts grow two, t- <laughs> that two times that size yeah. we're not gonna there's no grinch heart growing and uh with with jingle all the way yeah. for me yeah by the way sandlot i'm saying i'm saying you don't know i was dreading watching this for a second time yesterday like seriously i i i, I watched it for the first time in my life last year and I saw a movie that did not age well. I had a really hard time putting myself in the 1996 mindset. And by the way, in 1996, when this movie came out, my roommate and I, my college roommate and I, drove an hour one way to Corpus Christi, Texas to hit all the stores and try to buy any Tickle Me Elmo's that we could find because we were on the internet and the rest of the country oh, wasn't. Sure. And we bought... 17 or something we ended up with a bunch uh with car full heartless capitalist bastard and (laughs) and we were we were able to we were able to sell those to family and friends and people like because there was this was 96 you didn't have some magic ebay to sell things on right we were able to sell those things at a tiny little markup to people who desperately wanted them and we had such a fun christmas season <laughs> doing john, that okay john belushi whatever he is <laughs> Miss santa syndicate Jim belushi. <laughs> i uh, you know so like i i remember that year you know like i remember it really really clearly i remember like where i where my head was at mm. and i'm certain that i would have uh, I would have hated this movie at the time. I, I'm certain I would have watched it and been like, no, my Schwarzenegger is commando. He's raw deal. He's the running man, you know, like mm-hmm. get out of here with this. Mm-hmm. But then a bunch of time passes. I watch it and I still don't really like it because it doesn't really fit with my conception of good Christmas comedies. Another year passes. I watch it again and I'm like, oh, okay, this is not so bad. I mean, it's, yeah. a, this, it's is my, a, this is my second viewing this season. Wow. Oh I already Lord. watched it one time before oh, we decided. How are you, are you okay? Set. I'd want you to send like someone by. You, would you like you... a list of some other Christmas movies? Uh, <laughs> I, man, I'm telling you, I've looked. I, I log on to Hulu, Netflix. I mean, every freaking day, starting uh, December the 1st, I start looking for what movies are playing on the streaming services. And almost 90% of them are Christmas rom-coms. And there's only so many of those you can consume yeah, before you want to puke. I do. And sure. so then I start looking for everything else. And Jingle All the Way maybe at the top 10 uh, something else for Christmas. Mm. This is definitely in the top 10 because that list is short. Do you see yeah. any of the sequels or anything that are out there? No. Okay. Well, okay. So Larry, yes, the cable I, guy. Did, yeah. I did peek in on two and I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I, gotta, I, I, gotta I back. 
if you guys were to tell me we're going to watch uh, the sequel, Jingle All the Way Two, starring Larry the no. Cable Guy, I think I'd have to veto. Yeah, I would yeah, veto it now. I would now for sure because uh, there's no way we go up from here. You know, like, right? No. This is <laughs> we're on a downward slope as it is. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, even I have my standards. Sure, right? that's a, that's a that's a hard hard no for probably a lot that's, of us. That's, did that's any really did low. anyone come back for the sequel? Like, did uh, you know? Oh, I don't know. I doubt it. Director I mean, Rita Wilson, Wilson is now with uh, Larry the Cable Guy. That's so hilarious. Jingle, uh, I hear. I hear she had a really hard time memorizing, memorizing her, her yeah. lines. By the way, Rita Wilson. Yeah, because uh, she gets she gets motion sickness when she's trying to read a script while she's writing Tom Hanks coattails. Ah, I see. <laughs> by the way, Jingle All the Way Two came out in 2014. Dirty. I didn't know it was that new. <laughs> Did you guys know it was that new? 2014. Yeah, Oh then, really? The sequels from 2014. Yeah, yeah. And there is All right, really. So I guess Phil Hartman didn't come back for that one. Nope. Uh, there's nope. really no one in this in this cast. Like I mean, I there's no Ward, one Ward in this Burn cast. Came back. Not just no one came back for the movie. There's no there's one. In no this one cast. in this cast. Yeah, this is, is a direct bunch of unknowns. Direct to DVD. So what thing. you're saying, what you're saying is the big show didn't come back to to punch uh, <laughs> the big show. Mini-Me. I did not right. know that that was the big show. I even looked yeah. in the credits and they used his <laughs> real name. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, I I wrote down something I think gross Scott out the most. Oh, I'd, I'd oh. love to hear it. Gross. What do you got? Uh, so that, that little ball that's got, you know, the, the uh, lottery the number on it. Super Bowl is bouncing all over the mall and, mm-hmm. and uh, down the escalator and all that stuff and into the ball pit. And that little girl puts it in her mouth. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, you nailed it. I, here's my note. It says, I always put in bold, gross colon, okay? <laughs> gross yep. colon. Uh, I put gross and then the colon symbol, not a gross colon. And then I, <laughs> and then I type whatever it is. And it says simply this, gross, gross, colon, all the balls and the ball pit. That's what I wrote. Oh, the ball pit is just nasty. Dude, ball yeah, pits yeah. are so That's gross. Whole ball pits are always nasty. And the tunnel sure. things I, they climb through and all that, like McDonald's yeah. play play shit. Always Ugh. smells like urine. So bad. What, what yeah. were we doing? What, what, yeah. For real. Like, Pre-COVID, too. I don't, I'm not even talking about pandemic time. Just what are we doing? Was that just to make sure everyone's immune system was constantly challenged? Or what was right. your point? <laughs> right. <laughs> I dig it. I think McDonald's is even taking a lot of those play places out because of that, right? Or is it just yeah. because oh, yeah. they can fit more people buying food? In well, they probably maybe, just realized it wasn't a selling point. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Think, I think they were like, we can better use this space for dining than what it currently yeah. is. I think right. you're probably right. They tore out all of them around us. They're not there anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that, uh, so- that, that came up. And and so that came up uh, during really my child's age for those little those little yeah, places. But like when I was growing up, yeah. they had like uh, Mayor McCheese outside, and you could actually climb into his head, and everything was like standalone. It wasn't like oh, this big really? plastic tube stuff. It was more like metal stuff. I don't know if you guys remember. Kind of do, yeah, the a McDonald's little bit. They have some memory of that. My, thing we're gonna call it. my kids loved it there. They loved that, and they would beg for it. And they oh, play place, Dad. Yeah. Can we go to McDonald's? You know, they just yeah. really uh, dug it as little '90s kids. But can we go to man. McDonald's and play there, and then go home and watch Jingle all the way? No. <laughs> I'm unscrewed. And then throw up That's all night me for dumb people. Then we can vomit for three days because we caught some horrible <laughs> disease at the McDonald's. How, how uh, long do you think they workshopped the name Play Place, by the way, when they were coming up for whatever oh, yeah. they're going to name? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, everything else on their menu has a Mick in front of it, and yeah. they couldn't yeah. figure out a way to integrate that. What would it be? Right, the Mick, right. uh, let's, let's do it for them. Uh, the Mick. Uh, Mick Kid Zone, or, you know, Mick. Yeah, well, it's hard uh, to McBall believe Pit. that they the same people that made up the name Fry Guys couldn't think of something better. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's true. <laughs> and Mayor McCheese. <laughs> Mayor right? McCheese is an amazing name. I love that. It's a great name. Like, Grimace. I mean, Grimace, you know, come on. That's, it's purple. an expression. It's a yeah. it's a facial expression and a big purple guy. Yeah. And it's what you do when you drink one of those shakes that aren't real ice cream. You grimace. <laughs> Orange oh drink. Uh, there was a lawsuit around this. is pretty famous. In March of 2001, yeah. so a number of years later, U.S. District Attorney in Birmingham, Michigan, ruled that 20th Century Fox stole the script idea, as flimsy as it is, uh, jingle all the way from a Detroit high school biology teacher named Brian Webster. The studio <laughs> was ordered to pay $19 million to that dude. It later got reduced through process and stuff to about $1.5 million, but still a chunk of money. Which wow. is more than that guy deserves. I mean, come on. we You know... Oh, gee, I, I, I'm going to make a story about a dad who waited to the last second. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but look what he did. He submitted this guy actually submitted the script to the studio in 94. It was called which could you this probably be submitted Christmas. to all the studios. Go yeah, ahead. It was, sure. it was called This Could Be Christmas. Uh, never received payment or credit despite the film making 125 million or 129 million dollars. Wait, all, all they gave us was the title and that he submitted it to the studio. Come yeah, on, yeah, and then they but well, Brian, the court Brian, found you're him. not a you're not on a jury right <laughs> now. Just listen to the story. Yeah, you don't have <laughs> to you don't have to be pro or against this. But here's the thing: like the jury, the jury of his peers and the judge all found him, found them to be guilty. So I mean, it worked out that he he wrote a thing. Imagine you wrote a cool script uh, and you sent it in, and it was called the digital underground and then they make the matrix and use your exact script and you don't get shit for it. You'd, you'd want to sure. sue them for that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So if I had a unique idea, like the matrix, which, you know, nobody was really talking about the idea of that at the time. I mean, this was like on, there was probably a hundred people. Five minutes that, ago, you were defending this movie, the script, <laughs> well, yeah, and now you're like, I'm still like defending saying, this oh, movie. Oh, it's no Matrix. <laughs> well, I'm still. Well, it's not. I mean, it's, what does that have to do with the, the script? Is no the Matrix. Once again, we're talking about holiday movie versus regular yeah, yeah, movies. No, you're it. saying that that it's it would be a very easy idea right. to come up with. It'd be like it'd be like going. Doesn't. I wrote a script about the pandemic, and then they make a pandemic movie next year and go. Well, I submitted a movie about the pandemic to those people. Yeah, you. but of if course, they used all, your brain, yeah, you know. well, that happens all the time. But if that was true, they just throw the case out. In this particular case, unless you they, get a good judge who's on your side. Well, <laughs> you are so funny about this. This is the most hilarious, <laughs> hilarious I've ever seen you be about about like back in a certain point of view on this. <laughs> that isn't how it works. Nobody's got like a judge on the inside. He's going to make sure. Yeah, this biology teacher, boy, I sure. I'm glad my uncle oh, Bill you, you is the judge. You get a sore spot case. with Brian. Brian has lost a case due to a judge who was uh, outside of my county, was in a ca- one county over, and they ruled for the person who lived in that county because they were people who were voting for them. And oh, otherwise, really? every other legal precedent was against them, other than the fact that the judge lived in that county and the individual who votes for them lived in that county. Right. So, huh? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, yeah. you got some history there. I've, I get it. Like, yeah, I've got I've got history. I've got baggage here. It is. Look at my baggage. Look at it. Do you guys see? Uh, <laughs> speaking of bags, not really. It's a rude way of saying this. Did you see Chris Parnell in here? He's his first movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. The the Toy Store guy. He wants a uh, turbo. Yeah. That weird laugh. I know. I couldn't remember. Yeah, that uh, that is the Parnelliest uh, face he ever. makes, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, I was hoping that that guy with guys. him was somebody recognizable too but the other he is he's been in a lot of uh movies he looked, he looked familiar, he looked but... familiar yeah i don't know who it is yeah he looked a lot like Pee Wee herman for some reason he did very paul rubens and so he i was thinking a lot like the uh uh other guy from two and a half men but um 
He was not. He was not at all. Oh, Cryer? John Cryer? John Cryer? Yeah. 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 Okay. Hilarious. I didn't see the that. Other guy. He he has uh he had they they both had this like they're okay, I'll give you this. For a moment there, they got weird in there in a kind of Christmas yeah. story kind of ho 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 kind of way where things are a little surreal. And their reaction right. to Arnold saying, I want to get one of these and them laughing at him and just making faces and falling to the ground. They kind of had me with all that. That was all right. Yeah. And I thought, well, if this is the tenor of the film, great, let's go. Uh-huh. But instead it was later like, I don't need a turbo, man. I have one at home with me. Oh, the crowd. Go-. Like all of that sappy bullshit toward the end of the film. No way. The, you're, the you're Christmas spirit stuff? That's yeah. your problem? You know, I, none of say, that was Christmas spirit. <laughs> All of that was bullshit. They didn't earn it. My, uh, they didn't earn it, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I there love you go. Christmas. That's, yeah. I don't think they earned they it. They didn't earn it. Yeah. Hmm. They didn't earn it. Like yeah, it's Elf earns um, it, right? Elf earns their whole Christmas Elf, spirit, like hundred percent, firing up the the Santa sleigh at the end of the movie, and and trying to turn the, the public around about for, for the commercialization sure, yeah. about Christmas and it's stuff. Way, yeah, it's way more about Christmas. Like Elf is my favorite Christmas movie of all time, and yeah, it's it's, amazing. it's it's because it, it like again, I always go to script first. It's because there is magic in what you know John Favreau is is trying to achieve and achieves. Yeah, uh, you know Jiggle what it's all called? The way, Jiggle All the Way is trying to sell some action figures next year, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was, they were selling, uh, 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 Favreau was uh, selling um, uh, Rankin Bass. So, yeah. And yeah. <laughs> that's what that? selling. What is that? Tell me what you mean. Uh, well, they, they stole everything from like Rudolph. Oh! Oh! I see what you mean. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, oh. I, I will absolutely agree that Elf is a rework of a lot of previous stuff, but right. there is there is also new fertile territory for Will Ferrell to right. make funny. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, they manage to mingle those. It two feels really genuine. Nicely. Like you know, and nobody ever says, "Hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger is an incredible actor." No one's ever said those words, but he's <laughs> he's got way better performances than this. <laughs> like he's a good actor in some stuff. Things yeah, we, true, true Lies. Yeah. I think is probably his best performance. Oh, and yeah, for sure, and it's yeah. very good in that. It's, it's decent. Like it's not even yeah. even Eraser, which came out the same year as this. I find more twenty percent more. I'm not going to go thousand percent. Twenty percent or twenty <laughs> times more watchable than. Uh, yeah, I well, may if I, have, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I go too high, Randy will call me. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah my thousand percent was probably a little, uh, yeah, a, little a little hyperbolic. <laughs> But I'll give it 100%, 100% better. Yeah. 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 It's just wait, not- wait, wait. Okay, wait. I must have missed some of that. Okay, so you're saying Eraser is 100% no, better no, no, performance. No, Way more watchable. 100 times more watchable okay. than this. Yeah, you, not, yeah, you know what? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with that. I'm not sure I can. I'm not going to argue it, but <laughs> I'm going to allow it. But I'm, well, hold I'm, on. I'm not happy did, about did it. Did Eraser have a I'm scene where he it. hit a wall head on at 30 miles an hour and then made the yeah. sound of an arrow bouncing? It's a little moment. Yeah, but there wasn't you... any of that slapstick. Like, as soon as he put the suit on, this turned into way more slapstick than you had in the first yeah. half of the movie. You know, you had the occasional, like, oh, but Sinbad's slipping on some ice as he's trying to get in his in his truck. But then as soon as he puts on the suit, it is the greatest American hero. Yeah, and also, also, by the way, these are supposed to be stupid costumes on a parade float and everybody doing their thing. (laughs) It's not a fully functional based on character and jetpack and all that shit. Give me a break. The fist. Oh, God. I feel like we we hold a lot of the same problems uh, against Home Alone. And 
and at the same time, we're way more forgiving. Home Alone came later, right? That's a that's a, a thing where we have this to go on, and then you make another movie with ridiculous, over the top stunt stunt are they stunts i guess they're stunts they're stunts but they're not they're not a cartoon they they have some basis in reality a paint can swinging from a rope would really hurt uh (laughs) well as we learned last uh, last week yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly like that's why i think there's a separation there there's definitely a separation between the way that stuff is handled and the way this thing was handled and part of this is just give some kids give kids some credit like I, I get that these are kid jokes, and yeah, they're kind of funny to some. They go, oh, this is like an arrow when you hit the side of the building. But I think kids are smarter than this. I think we don't give them enough credit. Oh, yeah. Give, I give mean, okay, so we material. could, okay, so there's, there's, you know, we could challenge kids in every film. We could, it, we could challenge kids to be, you know, smarter in everything they watch, but sometimes it's okay to make a booger yes in a yes, booster, but, um, booster costume joke oh, i like you know, booger i did like seeing yeah. booger yeah, it's good. Yeah. great and I'm, I'm 100 with scott on this i think that it's it's such a blight on the movie the whole sequence the whole action sequence near the end is so bad that if they had just cut it it would actually be a way better movie like seriously if he just picks up the doll on the float sinbad yeah. appears Sinbad is, uh, you know, snatches the doll and runs and then something happens that, you know, he gets tackled and we get the doll back and give it to the kid. Like skip the entire action right. sequence. Right. Yeah. It's a you way can even better have the movie. Kid in some danger. Although I guess the, the kid, uh, let's see, Sinbad falls and lands on the pile of stuff. Uh, yeah. How does the kid get the down boxes. from there? I can't even remember. I think he runs oh, he off. Says and he falls. He falls. Oh, he falls. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Catches, yeah. Him, like, right. catches him with the you know yeah, catches him right. with his freaking dime store cosplay that somehow has a jetpack in it. Good. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's not dime store, man. That's some. That's some. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. Stuff. No one does There's that on their floats. Too much explanation in this movie for how great yeah. that jetpack is. Nobody on the floats. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So do you hate Christmas? You're about to ask, right? You guys. You you know you why else you Grinches? Um. No. So, have you guys seen Spy Kids? Have you? Yeah. Yes. I saw oh, it. I like Spy Kids a lot. Spy Kids okay, is so right. and you know they have these ridiculous kind of moments, which they had from well. the beginning of the movie all the way through the end. Yeah, it's it consistent. Half the movie is somewhat grounded in in reality of like, oh man, right. all right, we got to get this toy. To all of a sudden, everything's kooky. We're in a cartoon but, made but it was, real. It was. But it was it was leading to this, right? That was the that was the whole point. It was the movie kept pointing to it, saying, you know, this is he. They kept drawing parallels between what Schwarzenegger was and was he a real superhero to his son? And are we talking, you know, we're talking uh, literal, maybe? So I I think it was all le- that's, leading. That's where they effed it up. End. That's where they effed it up because what you do is you lean into even dad's vulnerable and you find a way to love him anyway. And like though the, you get it to a more realistic, like genuine place for me to buy any of that. Right. Instead it was like, Oh, he is the hero with the jet pack and, and the cool little hand shits and the disc chucker. <laughs> cool and the- hand shits. <laughs> you know, but, I, but I think they, I think they very specifically at, at the end of every parade is not the hottest capitalistic toy. It is Santa, Right. And yeah. this, and he's kind of playing, even though he's Turbo Man, he's really Santa here. He's kind of, you know, he's dressed as this mythical creature, essentially. And 
So I, I just felt like it was pointed to it. I was fine with it. Yeah, I, and it's I okay think, if you don't like it. I think Team Deluxe Away is in full effect, and we do not need to dig that deep to, uh, right. you know, to make the case here. <laughs> um, and by the way, hey, listener, who uh, you're driving in your car right now, or, or you're oh, working in the garage right now, listen their, to this on no, your on yeah, your earbuds. Who is hey, who is pulled over and is screaming at the screaming at hey, the speakers? Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're also Team Deluxe Away, give us a tweet. Yeah, I know. John, Scott and I are going to get so much like. Hate hate tweets I, and hate I don't think so. Posts. I, I don't think you will. That's not what I'm saying. That is really not what I'm saying. I'm saying that this movie is for people and they like it. And for all the people that it's not for, they just don't care. They haven't yeah. watched it. They They're not care. gonna. Oh, listen, listen I, we said we didn't like uh, death metal last week on the show, and we got accused of shitting <laughs> on the really? entire genre of yeah. music. Yeah, oh my got, god, that wasn't on here though. We're, we're no, it was, it was on Twitter. It was on TMS. Okay. Yeah, it was TMS. Okay. So that'll always happen. And the loudest voices yeah. are the ones that are going to say stuff. The people that are mixed or don't care about this movie, they're not even going to yeah. bother. Yeah. So here's what I'd say. Hey, those of you who agree with the uh, team Gibbet over here, uh, send us some tweets. Yeah, send us exactly. some emails. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I Listen, I'm actually expecting one piece of hate yeah. mail from Reed Wilson. That's the only piece of hate mail uh, <laughs> that but I'm But you expecting. did attack her pretty directly. So. Yeah, you did. Listen, yeah, you, you might think Rita Wilson is a horrible actress. Yeah. Would you be in there? That's the end of the statement. That's the end of the statement. <laughs> I don't right think she's that Steve bad. Right out of Steve Martin's oeuvre. Yeah. I don't it, think was right, it was a weekend update, I think, is yeah. why I stole that she's one. She's not that bad. Oh, she's uh, not bad. Why the long face, Reed Wilson? Oh. Martin oh. Mull also. Martin Mull used to have a song that he performed on stage that was called Don't Leave Things Unfinished. And after about 10 seconds of the song, he just quit and went on to the next one. <laughs> <play. laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Do you think, yeah. by the way, I mean, uh, all kidding aside, do you think they picked an actress who kind of looks a little bit like Maria Shriver. I, w- yes, I wondered I about that because in my head, sometimes I get confused and think she was, who was playing that part? And oh, I'm like, really? no, wait a minute. Okay. Wrong. Cause they were still Wrong together guy. then. Was he, he, him and the maid hadn't gotten their deal together yet. No, he was still with the 96. Not, I think he was we still don't know. with, uh, yeah. well, Maria yeah, that's true. Yeah. How old is, how old was the, uh, the, the kid? How old, the, uh, how yeah, old is yeah. his younger self? <laughs> that guy. Have you seen that guy? <laughs> I mean, no, the what yeah. the, the kid he had with the maid? Huh? Yeah, the kid yeah. is now like 23 or something, and he looks precisely yeah. like his own dad. He's a beast. Oh, wow. And that's um, great. He's a beast. He's a huge, big guy with a, you know, he yeah. works out and stuff, but looks just uh, like his dad. Yeah. Just looking at him. Oh, he has actually, there's several children you have to uh, work through here. We're talking about the one named Joseph. Yeah. And hmm. he is 24. And yeah. he's a made man, as they say. <laughs> yeah. His, his, <laughs> His mom is not someone oh. who. No uh, kidding. Yeah, named Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and uh, there is absolutely no doubt. Like you do not need to do a DNA test to prove this. Nope. One. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. That one is 100. percent I there. did it. Uh, Your Honor, I rest my case. Yeah. I did it. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, look at it. Look at it. Don't turn away. Wow. No, it no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about Phil Hartman for a minute. We didn't really talk yeah. much about the Ted character, and I really. Yeah. I really felt like that was for the adults who were watching the film was watching Ted divorcee work this his is way the kind, in this magic. This is the kind of character, by the way, that Tina hates. She yes. hates. She can't watch What About Bob specifically for the really? reason that. Yeah. 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 I love. I love What About Bob. I love Bill Murray in that role. But he hates. She hates any character who Eddie Haskell's his way through life and uh, and one yes, person yes, is yes, aware yes. of what a dick he is but yeah. all the rest of them are completely fooled and and uh, so oh, that's, her, that's her yokel humor that I she think, doesn't I think yeah. she knew someone in life uh, who, yeah. who she knew was, it, was a jerk 
I know a number of these people. I know some people today. Yeah, haven't like we this. all? Yeah. <laughs> and I hate it. I don't know it. any. Maybe hate I'm the it. one. No, you're not Maybe. the one. Trust me, right. you're not even close. But uh, it, <laughs> the, the the that kind of ad, or that kind of personality is really grating. Uh, Phil Hartman's very good at it. He's very good at that yeah. smart. Oh, yeah. So good yeah. at it. Um, this is only, what, a year and a half before his death or something like that? Yeah, this is like, I guess this is his big, last big film before um, I want to say Small Soldiers might have been. No. Oh, that's right. I'm not sure now that I think about it. Or after this? I can't remember. I don't remember. That's a Anyway, it was, it was tragic. I, I miss him so yeah. much. It, yeah. He was just... It was just, uh, yeah. But we, it's, we had so much like more him. good material, so much more good stuff to come from yes. Phil Hartman. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. So good. He was amazing. And uh, his wife was crazy, and I freaking hate her for it. But anyway, there's all that. Well, that's the, she was definitely ill. Yeah, she had some problems. Yeah, you're defending Phil Hartman's wife. <laughs> I'm not I'm not defending Phil Hartman's wife. I'm trying to avoid any type of she yeah. was oh, crazy. Oh, okay, yeah, good point. Good point. Okay. Yeah, yes. Fair enough. You know, by the she way, was Brent, hyster- by the way, she I was love hyster- you, man. right? She was hysterical and was having her 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 menses. Yeah. So <laughs> wow, that's that better. Kind of that's oh, much better. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Send much, your much better. to Brian Dunaway. <laughs> yeah. Much, much better. I was better. saying that's what we don't want to say. Oh, I see. Okay. I got you. Okay. Uh by yeah. the way, in some TV airings of the film, uh the chain smoking uh booster played by Booger line. Where yeah, he says, yeah. uh, "quote Booger. sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant" has been removed in most TV uh, versions of the show. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. it's a little racist. Really? Uh, Why? Oh, yeah. Yeah. is that racist? It's, it's very yeah. stereotype. Yeah. What, what was the line again? Sweating like sweating a like dog a dog in, in a Chinese, Chinese restaurant. restaurant. Which they're not oh, saying it's hot gonna, in there. I got you. Yeah. See, I was thinking. <laughs> yes. First of all, dogs don't sweat. I was probably hung up on that. I'm like, they they pant. And maybe that's the reason why I didn't catch. Right. You know, the, It'll kind of the, throw you, know, you either way. But yeah, if, yeah, when I first started, I went, why is it? Why would it be a dog that would be all hot? And, and then, oh, right. Yeah. Eat see, it. Okay. your racism, your racism totally. Luckily, your racism totally passed me by. I'm like, I don't Sweating like a hooker in church, though, is totally fine. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, that's fine. Everybody, Look, everybody hates hookers. So as, yeah, somebody, as, as somebody who's eaten dog in China, which I have. I didn't know it when they gave it to me, but I yeah. ate some okay. dog in China. Uh, you'd think I'd be quicker on the uptake here when they said the line. Right. But it kind of went past right. me there first. So how uh, was the dog? Ever, it was bad. Did you ever eat lung meat? Okay. No, I had lung some. Meat? Um, lung meat? Yeah, l- the lungs of the cow are oh. used a lot in street food in China. Hmm. Yeah, lung, the head of the cow, which also popular in Mexico, or uh, what's that called? Uh uh, there's a word for yeah, it. Yeah, what's it called? I'm ready for this. I've had it. It's great. I can't remember the name. It's a Sp- <laughs> it's obviously in Spanish, and I'm terrible at it, but it's some name. We used to get it. We used to have some at this local taco place. It was really authentic, and they had a version of the taco where you could get, it was basically cow head meat. Yep, you take the like whole you take the whole head. cow head and you barbecue yeah. it, and that's how you remember what it's called because it's called barbacoa. something cabasa. Oh, barbacoa, barbacoa, yeah. interesting. That's okay, now meat? I know. No. Now I know what yes. not to order. Wait, barbacoa is head meat? <laughs> I thought it was just barbecued beef. Um, nope. Nope. Barbacoa. Barbacoa is the barbecued cow head. Wow, they have that at Chipotle. I'm guessing that's not true barbacoa at Chipotle. It's not at all. Yeah. Okay. Good. Then I can continue getting that at Chipotle. (laughs) Oh, there are different barbacoas. Oh, 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 you're fine with eating the rest of the cow, but not the head. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go on record. I'll say that 100 days. (laughs) Oh, are you you looking for the Spanish word for head, which is cabeza? Well, it's cabeza. I'm not looking for that. It's something else where we ordered tacos that had, and they had a whole cow head hanging up in the back. It's like lengua, which is. The tongue. tongue, beef tongue. Uh, I can't find it. Barbacoa tradition of tish. Oh, maybe it's me hungry for tacos I'm El Gordo on the strip in Las Vegas. Mm. So it has I'm all having, these great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm having trouble remembering how we got here. 
<laughs> I don't know how we did either. I don't know how we got here. Something about how did we get here? Eat barbecue. Uh, oh, eat dog, dog in a oh, Chinese restaurant. Get dogs. Dogs don't sweat. Yeah, that's that's the whole point there. And and that was that was Yeah. By the way, my our chick in the bucket, as far as I'm concerned, grab a bucket. It belongs to Booger. I think that they yeah. didn't have enough follow up. I know he was getting beat up by the mob, but that's not enough for me. I needed more booger. Yeah, that you needed, you needed that more. actually was the only point in the movie that I that I laughed out loud. Yeah, when yeah. he was getting beat up. When, when he lands on the ground and all the kids are coming over kicking him, <laughs> we hate Buster. <laughs> we also have a fantastic animal chick in the bucket. A, a animal oh. chicken, chicken in the bucket, yeah. which the, is uh, reindeer. There, there is a reindeer standing out on someone's lawn right now oh, for the rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah. It's just standing yeah. out there. Good There's one. a re- imagine if you were driving through your neighborhood right now mm. and you just saw a reindeer tied to somebody's lawn, just standing there while everyone else is at a parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also wrote here Arnold runs weird. Have we ever talked about that before? He, he's got when a he weird was, gait when he was doing his oh, uh, reindeer jog. Yeah, I thought he when was he was running down the street reindeers. and Sinbad's running next to him throwing packages out. I thought Sinbad was running really weird. Well, he did. He they were definitely trying to play up that he was slow and tired yeah. and stuff. But Arnold Arnold's got a weird gait mainly because he's so he is so developed in you know muscular yeah. ways that the rest of us can't compete with. That when you gotta actually make the dude run, it, it don't it doesn't look right. Something's up there. Get yeah. run, I chief. I ch- <laughs> he's got the chaff. Yeah, you gotta watch out for the chaff. Um, Is it I, ironic I mean, that now Arnold shares his house with maybe not a, a reindeer, but a, a donkey and a Is it a don- pony? What is, it, a donkey? Is, it, a, is it something? Is, is it some kind like of a pony and a donkey or something? I something don't know like what that. The hell, that was that was. Oh, weird. dude, awesome. I call him crazy. <laughs> Seriously, my favorite thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger is when he's doing a live stream and a and a burro comes walking <laughs> yeah, in and, yeah. and nuzzles his neck or whatever. Like, wow. Yeah. Oh, it's the it, best. Yeah. It yeah. totally humanized Schwarzenegger for me. Like I, did. I never really mm-hmm. cared one way or another about him until he started going on TikTok. Yeah, his TikToks yeah. are priceless. And he's and he's lifting weights you shouldn't lift in your seventies. And yet there he is doing it. He's an no, insane person. He's done um, his entire life. I wrote down here, this movie could have been, like a lot of movies we see, a lot of things can be solved with cell phones. And they had cell phones in 1996. Where are the cell phones? They're not that big. It's they're pretty Nokia. early, though. Yeah, they're yeah, no- not I had everybody a Nokia would have a cell phone. I had one. Come on. But you would assume uh, the largest mattress salesman of any mattress salesman I've ever seen in my life who had like this, whatever the crap he was doing. Come on, don't be I with a customer. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was assuming that he was like a wholesale mattress salesman because yeah, he's, so. he's that that place is making way too. I've never seen a mattress place that make that much. Yeah, money. they weren't. I don't think they were like where they were like sending it out to showrooms or something because he was yeah, like, hey, I got right. your order Hotels of fifty stuff like that. Probably. Fifty beds, we're gonna refinish them or whatever, and all that stuff. But, and but if you're gonna, if yeah. you're gonna have your uh, if you're gonna make have your primary uh, character uh, be a mattress salesman, you better wow me with his home mattress set, and it just didn't wow me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to blow your mind with the mega That's mega a really mattress. Good point. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. But when they were running around trying did. to get to the the freaking radio station because there was no way to call them, I just thought, pull your Nokia chocolate bar phone out of your damn pants and call because that's the era we're in. Don't try to make me think it isn't. You'd had them. You had right. cell phones. You bastards. Right. You paid too much for them, but you had them. Okay. Hey, you guys. Let's talk about BetterHelp.com for just a moment. You gotta ask yourself sometimes what messes with your happiness, prevents you from achieving your goals, you know, interferes in a general way. All of us have to come up with this stuff at some point in our lives, right? Maybe you are right now. Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, all without ever having to 
sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. You can start communicating in under 48 hours in a safe and private online environment. So it's very, very convenient. They are committed to facilitating these great therapeutic matches, and they make it easy and free, by the way, to change counselors if you end up needing to. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. All of it, everything is confidential. And uh, you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions and send messages to your counselor anytime, whether it's anger or conflicts with your family, relationship issues, stress, depression, self-esteem, grief. All of these things can be covered at BetterHelp.com. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash FilmSack and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp.com slash FilmSack for 10% off your first month. And a big thanks goes out to BetterHelp. Uh, Hey, how about we uh, do some clips? Are you guys in the mood for that? How would that be? Oh, That's if always, we don't do clips, I'm going to be sad. Okay, well, I got some yeah, this clips. Movie, this movie has uh, more clips than you could possibly play in one episode. Well, of I, episode. I have a lot, mm-hmm. and so I will try not to be too long with these, but uh, there, there are quite a lot of very short ones, a lot of two-second, one-second deals. Uh, for example, uh, this dumb line of the early part. Ta-ta, Turbo Man. So that, I guess that was uh, Richard Ball. Ball. Yeah, one Richard of the malls, mall, not, mall, not mall, the other, mall. the mall. Not Martin it's mall. mall. Yeah, it's not, not the not the mall of America. It was. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go to the mall of America. I like that. All right, here's uh, also, but felt like they could have done a second take. Listen to the way it kind of slurs the end of it. Ta-ta, turbo man. It's like turbo man. Yeah. All right, here's Arnie on a call. Yes. So, what can I do for you? 200 king size per next Friday. No problem whatsoever, but only for you, Mr. Jacobs, because you're our number one customer. Hated that joke. Mr. Jacobs. 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 <laughs> Jamie. That was, that was the best take. Yeah. That right there. Yeah. Yeah. Just heard the, take. the rest of them were bad. They were all like this. Number one customer. Just did. Number one customer. Okay, great. I want to make a song out of that. Number one customer. <clears throat> number one customer. <clears throat> number one customer. <clears throat> okay, it's not good. Never mind. I'll workshop it. Uh, Arnold can't say the word hurry. I mean, kind of a hurry. Wait, what? Yeah, hurry. hurry. I mean, hurry. kind of a hurry. Yeah, hurry. I like. He sounds like he sounds like a ventriloquist trying to not move his lips. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, good. Yeah. All right, the hell are you doing on the roof? Oh yeah, this is when he came home and Phil Hartman was on his roof. So here's that. What the hell are you doing on my roof? Yeah, that's a good Arnold moment. It's pretty good. Here's Arnold doing There's karate. There's a fill in the roof. Here's a karate moment. Oh, yeah! All right. That's fun. It's good stuff there. Arnold trying to be funny with his son. We hadn't talked about Jake Lloyd much, but uh, he's bad in this. He's, he's not a good kid actor. He's, he, he's perfect. No, he's perfect as as this role. He does a really good job. It's, it's hard to believe. Like, because if you've ever been around a seven or eight-year-old, they're not... <laughs> it's like, how would you ever get this performance out of them? But apparently, there was a lot of effort put into it. I, I thought... It, he's, like, it's, he's better here than as Anakin, for sure. Uh, but When, when he was giving his dad the silent treatment, uh, yeah. my kid apologized to me wow. <laughs> for, for when he did the exact same thing. No wonder me. you like this movie. Yeah, this is a moment. This is a <laughs> dad-son moment. All right, uh, let's find out what color is important to the kid. Purple is important to me, Dad. Yeah, purple is important to mm-hmm. me, Dad. Uh-huh. 
Uh, maybe here. maybe you could have set that up as though he was a, a vanilla WoW player. <laughs> Purple is important. <laughs> That's the best color to get of your loot. All right, here's That's Arnie true. making an ah sound. Uh, All right. It's uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is they coming? I feel like I'm coming or whatever he says. What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, coming in the gym, I'm coming at home, I'm coming everywhere. Ah! <laughs> Here's uh, him doing the turbo time thing, or maybe it's the kid. It's turbo time. No, it's him. It's turbo time. That sounds turbo so time. forced out. <laughs> it's turbo time. Like, I'm t- 12th take. I'm tired of saying this. Turbo time. It's turbo time. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. All right. Um, put that cookie down. Put that cookie down. All right. That's good. Uh, let's see. Oh, Sinbad's okay. Sinbad's all right. Here he is. I was thinking about that brouhaha at the toy store. I'm thinking maybe you know we could join up as a team. You know, like like Starskin Hutch, uh, like Johnny Quest and Hodge, man, like it, Bonnie and Clyde, like I can Tina. Well, maybe not I can Tina because she left. But maybe we could do it. Search and destroy, divide and conquer. Me, you, man, what do you say? You know, this could okay. If you make this today, I know who you cast. This is a simple, and I would hate it that they did it this way, but they would do it. Kevin Hart, D- Dwayne. Yep, Dwayne Johnson and Kevin Hart. Those are your that's your cast. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's the dad. And trying to get the thing for his kid, and Kevin Hart is the dude competing with him. 100%, Brian. You could almost tell me that it already came out, and I totally right. would believe you. Un- yeah. Unfortunately, it would just be them sitting in front of some computers running some bots trying to... Uh... <laughs> That's right. I uh, didn't find one on eBay. Check Amazon Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> I kind of want to see this now. All right. You broke my little mirror. You broke my little mirror. That's uh, Robert Conrad. Robert Conrad. Knock this battery off my shoulder. That guy's great. He looked, he looked good no matter what age he was. He's passed, sadly, last year, in fact. But uh, just a cool-looking, handsome-faced man, you know? A little goofy here, obviously, but I like Robert Conrad. All right, here's Sinbad uh, making a woo. Woo! All right, that's that's fun. <laughs> I, I swear, the, okay, look, back in the day, I didn't care for Sinbad too much. I, he, I don't know why. He just wasn't my favorite. Whenever I would see him, I'm like, oh, Sinbad. But as I get older and I look back at stuff, I'm like, Man, he was just, I, I really just like his vibe. Yeah, I like Sinbad. He's in, he's good in Necessary Roughness. Did you ever see Necessary yeah, Roughness? Yeah. It's good. Scott Bakula joint, that movie. Oh, yeah. Scott Bakula. Yeah, football stuff. Yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah. Now, here's a, here's a, okay, 96. I don't know how, we're, we're three years after the uh, riots in LA and the Rodney King stuff. Oh, and they yeah. Made, yeah, that was, that was pretty, I, was, yeah. I felt a little uncomfortable with that, but yeah. yes, I kind of enjoyed it. They made this joke. Rodney King! Rodney King! And he's getting piled on for the balls. Yeah, he's getting piled on. There's a lot of pylons in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why is dog pile a thing you voluntarily want to do when right. the first person who's on top of the guy is also going to get crushed? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Is dogpile.com still a search engine? It is. Oh, oh. look at that. Oh, that is oh, a site now. Yeah. Yeah, it still is. They used to, but Ready, and I'm not looking. They're not I what they used to be. One too many times. Dog, dogpile.com used to be this thing that searched Yahoo, Google, all the, different search all engines, the engines. Right? Yeah, now yeah, it's just yeah, its right. own search engine because I think they got in trouble for it or something. Anyway, no malware detected. Uh, sound of cardboard tube is one of my favorite sounds in the world, and they had one of these. <laughs> Hear that? Oh yeah. <laughs> he was oh, it's deep. like we're listening to the Blue Man Group all of a sudden. I am not a pervert. In fact, he yells it right here. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. <laughs> now give me back my balls. Suddenly he's French. Yeah. yeah suddenly, he, suddenly he sounds like Sasha Baron Cohen. I'm not a pervert. Yeah, that pervert part is very Frenchy sounding. 
All right, Jim Belushi time. That'll be three hundred dollars. No, chocolate kisses. Yes, dollars. So this would have been right around his sitcom time, wouldn't it? Yeah, the Belushi show thing. Was that what called? was it called? Uh, was Jim, it called Belushi show? Something regarding like Jim, right? Regarding, yeah, according to Jim. Uh, according according, according to, Jim. to Jim. Okay. Yeah. Regarding Jim. What am I thinking? Regarding Jim's of? a little more highbrow sounding. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking of regarding Henry. Uh, regarding that. Henry, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I unapologetically like regarding Henry. I know people think oh, it's sappy, too. but I like that movie. No, I, I think it's a great it's a great Harrison Ford deal. Yeah. That nurse guy that took care of him, he was great. Yeah. All right. Triple. Okay, get the man some eggs. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. All right, here's a triple hit. That never happens in real life. Yeah. Sound like a video game. Wow. Yeah. Total Street Fighter 2 sound effect. There. Yeah. Uh, totally. Was that during the Santa fights? When, when was that? Um, yeah, it was in the Santa fight, and he had swung around something and hit a bunch of them at the same time. I forgot what he hit right. him with. Though. I'm not going to punch oh, a Santa. Oh, he had a big candy cane, and he, like, oh, hit, yeah, that's right. spun and hit three of them at once. Yeah. Here's, a, here's him laughing after he did that. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Oh, uh, I wrote here, it should have been a sign for George Lucas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here, here's what George Lucas should have paid attention to before he hired Jake Lloyd. Hi, Dan. I knew you'd call. Oh, gosh. Come on. <laughs> he's bad. And look, he's a kid. I get it. And no, I don't want to talk ill of the children, but rough. I talk ill of the children. Uh, here's that Arnold. little sa- boy grew up to be Darth Vader. <laughs> here's Arnie sounding like he swore, even though I didn't, but I captured it. But it sounded like he F-bombed. So enjoy. Oh, he barked up. There you go. <laughs> Are you sure he didn't? Here's what he really barked said. Barked up the wrong oh, tree. He barked oh. up. Yeah, he barked up the wrong tree, but I cut it short. Oh, he barked up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he effed up. Uh, it's a good joke here. You too, Barnaby Jones. I like that joke. <laughs> <laughs> no one even knew Barnaby Jones. That, now that no, was for the right. adults. That was an old reference to them. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that for was the way adults. for the adults. Uh, the oldest adults in the room. That was what that yeah. was for. Uh, what's something about a star? Your star wasn't up. It's Christmas Eve. You've got to have your star up. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God, you just got to love to hate Phil Hartman. Yeah. You just can't help it. He's, yeah. whatever you ever hire that dude for, he does not phone it in, and he does it better than anybody, and holy shit, he'd be, he'd be in things now. Gosh dang it. Ugh. Hate it. Yeah. What a loss. Um, all right, here's a something about Balthazar. Balthazar. Oh, yeah, his thing got burned. Balthazar's head. Balthazar. Burning head. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that is some stupid shit. I'm weatherman Gale Force. Oh yeah, that's so stupid. Yeah. That was bad. <laughs> I loved it. It was so bad. See now that's we a had joke. Stormy Rotman here in. Uh, Did you really? Oh, really? Well, yeah, Stormy Rotman. Oh, no, that's even stupider because that's real life. That's yeah, stupid. Uh, so let's see. There was uh, Dallas Rains in uh, L.A. Yeah. Wow. Uh, L.A. also had a weatherman named Johnny Mountain. Shut up. <laughs> really? Uh, Knoxville, Tennessee had a weatherman named Ken Weathers. Wow. We had we actually had a weather uh, woman, a meteorologist who uh, who was actually named Amelia Earhart. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. awesome. Well, that yeah. I could deal with. Uh, I think I'm going to give my award to Charlotte, North Carolina, WCNC weatherman Larry Sprinkle. Oh, Larry. that's a Larry. real, <laughs> that's Larry a real person. Do you know who that wow. is, Dunaway? Have you seen him? No, I do not, but oh. I would love to meet him. All right. Oh, North Carolina, you said. Sorry. Yeah, North Carolina. That's not where I live, Scott. I know. This is the, you live in the le- Sorry. <laughs> I know now. I know. <laughs> you live in the lower Carolina. Mm. Uh, hey, have some nog. Have some non-alcoholic eggnog. Okay. I'll have some of that. Uh, what's this? Get it out. Oh, 
This is a weird line. Uh, check this out. Go on. Let it out. Get it out of your system. Weird. Oh, sure? wow. That, ah. Where'd you find that fart sound from? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, if I told you, it'd be embarrassing for me, so I'm not going to tell okay, you where okay, I got that well, fart. I'll let it, I'll let it be. I'll <laughs> it was real, wasn't it? It's not my fart. It's not my fart, but it's a fart of a friend who posted that on oh, a text a message to fart. me to make me laugh. Friend. Yeah, fart. It's a fart of a friend. <laughs> what you don't have? You don't have uh, buttons to to play your friend's farts. It's a friend fart. <laughs> all right. Um. All you need. What? Oh, this is an odd thing. All you need is Italian salad dressing. Yeah, oh, he was getting so. That was the that recipe car. he gave her. Yeah, that was yeah. really weird. All right, here's Booger showing up. I've been sweating like a dog in a Chinese restaurant, waiting for your sorry ass to show up. Booger. Booger. What's his real name? We keep calling him Booger. We should give him some credit. Yeah, Armstrong. he'll always be Booger to there me. There it is. Curtis Armstrong. You're right. He's always the guy that you're going to love to hate. He's been uh, Also, oh, what was his moonlighting? Uh, it was with DePesto. Uh, oh, that, I didn't know he was on there. Yeah, he was. Oh, for, for the longest time, he was. Yeah. I mean, the last five seasons of Moonlighting or however that show lasted. Yeah. Plus, he does the voice on, uh, um, uh, oh, was it not American Dad? The other one. The uh, Was it American Dad? Yeah, American yeah. Dad. He's uh, Snot Lowenstein. His friend. Yeah, Snot. Yeah. Booger. Snot. Get yeah, it? Get yeah. it. Yeah. I don't want to. Let's see what they did there. He was great on, was it, um, not Doom Patrol. He is on that, but uh, where is it? Oh, New Girl. He played Principal Foster at the school she worked oh, at. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was yeah. great on that. I think he should just keep, well, he is making stuff. He's very busy. Look at him. He's working. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, Big, uh, He's not hurting. Uh, yeah. No. I'm well still looking up his uh, real name. Lighting. No, his moonlighting. Oh, there we go. Uh, Viola. Herbert Viola. Oh. Well, there okay. you go then. How old is he now? 60s. Curtis Armstrong is 68. What? Is that right? How is that even real? Huh. Booger, yeah. Booger holds yeah, up. I'm looking at a recent business. photo. He looks good. That. He just yeah. looks like it. turned 68. Has uh, one uh, long-grown adult child. <laughs> uh, he looks pretty good. I'm, I'm, you know, okay. I, Booker, I never called up years ago. I wouldn't have ever said, Hey, you know, who's going to look great when he gets older? Curtis Armstrong yeah. booger from uh, revenge of the nerds. I would have never <laughs> yeah, told yeah. you that. But well, yeah. And great. his, and his photo on IMDB is 25 years old. Yeah, It's old. But if you go look at like a, do an image shirts of a recent thing, he's, you know, he looks like a, he looks like a guy in his sixties, but he looks great. You know what? Hands up, hands up for booger, everybody. I don't know what that hands means. Up. Hands up. High five for uh, high five for, for Scooby Doo. Three cheers yeah. for Booger. <laughs> Three cheers. Hip hip boogay. <laughs> my uh, my IMDb photo of the week, by the way, is the guy who is the doorman at the Santa Criminal Factory. Okay. The guy who oh, looks okay. through yeah. the door. Yeah. His actor, the actor is named Bruce Bone, B-O-H-N-E. Hmm. And when you find Bruce Bone in the IMDb list and you click on him, you are taken to an official photo <laughs> of him no. uh, standing off in a field wearing handcuffs. It is like, okay. it's like, do you, Whoa. do you care to be an actor? I don't think he does. What happened there? Did he, uh, no, I mean, there's a camera, like a movie camera. This is being filmed yeah. for, uh. The Just in 2015. Oh, sure. Okay. Great. Okay. We'll go with that. Does sure. seem like an, <laughs> you know, seems like You're an just, odd thing to to do, but all right. It is. A, it's a weird choice for your IMDb photo, no mm-hmm. doubt. But uh, yeah, it's and and you know what, IMDb has been around for like 25 years now, and you, and you just you you got used to every 
agent in the world making it a key part of their Listen. presentation of their client. Yeah. He was in Fargo. Why isn't he using a photo from Fargo? Yeah, that know. movie's oh. the same the real, same year. The real year. question is how has IMDb been around for 20 something years and they have yet to talk me into doing IMDb Pro even though I use it every week for FilmSec. We yeah. only need it if why you're like can't an they, actor. Why can't they convince me? I, I promise you, every single person who is trying to work in Hollywood is a member right. of IMDb. Yeah, Bro. that's who it's if, for. So. That's who it's for. I've cornered this this market of about a hundred thousand people, and that's a great <laughs> subscriber base. It by is the way. because they'll stay there for a long time, and also they don't care. I mean, we don't. There's nothing we need in pro, um, right. unless you're an actor or a producer or something like that, and. Uh, I mean, hell, I'm on IMDb. By the way, remember back when somebody swapped out my bio information for the stuff for Steven Seagal or whatever it was? <laughs> yes. That's not there anymore. They we don't there. encourage that Aww. behavior, but Dan, that was funny. It was pretty damn funny. Uh, real quick here, speaking of IMDb photos, my favorite is probably Daniel Riordan, who I'm sure is coming up in the connections later. Uh, I don't know who he, let's see, he played Turbo Man in the, in the opening sequence. He's a Klingon in his photo. What? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just who, his IMDb I thought, photo. Wait. What? Or, wait, who or, you could, or you could just wait until we do Star Trek Connection. <laughs> who who well, played Turbo Man? This is his IMDb photo. Uh, yeah, that's I why. Thought Richard, I thought Richard Mull. Oh, he played Dementor. Oh, Richard Mull was right. Dementor, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Daniel confused. Riordan, whoever that is. Guy does a lot of video game voices and stuff. Boy, does he. Yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah, yeah. All kinds of stuff. Anyway. Uh, we'll get to him again, I'm sure, when we get to that. Uh, okay, two final clips. Here's Arnie saying something's cool. This is cool. Oh, yeah, when he starts liking it. This is cool. Cool. How does he make make cool into four syllables? This is cool. 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 That's about three. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dad, you smell like barf. Dad, you smell like barf. All right, that's my favorite line of the whole movie. Yeah. He (laughs) smells like non-alcoholic eggnog. Yeah. Why do you smell like barf? Do you puke? Non-alcoholic eggnog. I think the non-alcoholic eggnog being sitting around for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's kind of pukey. Okay. I get it. I see where they're By the way, from. notice Phil Hartman's kid is able to recognize that that's uh, Howard from across the street, yeah, yet yeah, yeah. Howard's own kid and wife right? don't recognize him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're, that it, that didn't work for me at all. The minute he started talking to his son, I'm like, well, now you'll know. Oh, you still right. don't know? Yeah. Oh, okay. But he's got that I voice changer. I will give changer. this all to Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got, he's got that voice changer. How could Jamie, you know? Jamie. You, it's your toy, Jamie. 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 It's so not Lon Chaney, Chaney. Dude, there's no way a normal kid wouldn't notice. No way. Not a chance. <laughs> he All knows right. My name. Here's uh here's here's your uh, the fun. The film sack checklist begins here. Uh it goes like this. Uh, I think that Martin Mull's uh, or that was actually Martin Mull's uh ponytail check. I think that was real. Mm-hmm. I do too. Pretty I think yeah, real. I was looking at that trying to figure it out. He is such a, I find him to be an enigmatic kind of dude. Very much. Yeah. Yeah, He does such a great job of blurring the line between his real persona and the characters he plays that you don't know really who he is. I really don't. And sometimes I think he's uptight, older, you know, bald guy. And then sometimes I think he's smart, hippie, weasley guy. He's, he's really interesting. He and Fred Willard were both really good at that, I think. Yeah. And they're they're kind of contemporaries oh, of each other. Right? They were, and they no, they worked sad. together on uh, that. Uh, uh, what was that show called? Welcome to Moose Town, or Moose, something like that. Oh yeah, Moose yeah. Town. That, uh, it wasn't like Moose Town, but it was something like that. It's like it that. Was, uh, Welcome to 
something port or yeah whatever it is yeah. welcome to Mooseport town <laughs> i Nailed uh, it. i miss fred willard all right moving on oh. to this next one i kind of laughed when he kicked the burning thing in the in the uh, at the carolers through the window uh check yes at the, the head balthazar yeah that was balthazar. great uh if this was cool when you were a kid you were too young to know how wrong you were check all right moving on <laughs> Uh, let's get to these connections here. Uh, we got some Star Trek ones and uh, dude yeah. with Klingon avatar. Tell me more about him. What's going well, on? Uh, well, I want to start with the big show, Paul White. Uh, yes. He was a huge Santa in this, in this movie is literally called the, huge, the Santa. huge Santa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Santa. Hey, huge yeah. Santa. Uh, big show. You know, he's always wanted to be a, a, a mainstream actor more than <laughs> a person right. who uh, gets multiple concussions. And uh, uh, one of his early forays out of WWF and into uh, TV was on Star Trek Enterprise. Mm. Uh, he uh, has a very small appearance in the episode Borderland where, you know, he's kind of typecast for a long time before he uh, finds his voice and takes a lot of acting lessons. You know, like he's he's just a guy standing around. Right, sure. He's huge. Sure. Oh, he's, in um, of, he's in all sorts of shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You want to, uh, and his own show, the big show show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about, uh, Daniel Riordan, uh, the, the OG turbo man here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, him as Duras, the Klingon in the, uh, in the enterprise episodes, the expanse and judgment. Uh, yes. There was an enterprise episode called the expanse. The expanse. Yeah. <laughs> So um, he also appeared in two other Star Trek series in Deep Space Nine. He was in the episode First Guard, and way back in Next Generation, he played Rondon in the episode Coming of Age. Nice, uh, great the, name. The character who was Coming of Age in that episode was Wesley Crusher, as always. As um, always. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but uh, I'll give you a third. Let's not forget Journeyman character actor Phil Morris, who was Gale Force in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Phil Morris was in. Two episodes of Darp, uh, Deep Space Nine. That was uh, the episode Rocks and Shoals as Ramada Klan and the episode Looking for Parmok in All the Wrong Places as Thopak. Mm-hmm. He was also in Star Trek Voyager. He was in the episode One Small Step as Lieutenant John Kelly. Damn. But way back in 1980-something, this guy played Trainee Foster in the Star Trek Three film. That was The Search for Spock. He had... Mm-hmm. A named role, a speaking role. Hmm. That's uh, a lot. All the way back in Search for Spock. This is a lot more than we usually get. I can't believe it's yeah, but Christmas it's, I want to thank Randy for the six hours worth of Star Trek yeah, research. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm just surprised. I'm surprised because usually we're a little, you know, a little short on those things. Short. But, yeah. yeah. This week. Really, really big deal for Star Trek actors. This movie. <laughs> All right, well done. Uh, the Star or the uh, soundtrack getting an F for festive and P for poo because when it was festive, it was nice. It was, it was a reminiscent of the holidays and lots of you know free to play uh, or free to yeah yeah use Christmas music and stuff. And then you know some some orchestral stuff that's way out of copyright. But the actual theme was whatever it was serviceable. I suppose I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to give it too much fine. credit. Uh, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. And I'm just going to do a little Christmas work around here and start this week with Randy. Jingle all the way. So there's this one nearly perfect woman. Really, she's the only woman in the world. And she has men working hard to please her while she takes a shower. Just like a Christmas Eve at Ibbett's house. Oh! <laughs> Changing up the... A Christmas the, yeah. Eve. I like that. Yeah. It's a Thursday this year, I think, isn't it? Friday. 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 Oh, Friday, Friday Christmas yep. Eve? We are, we are Friday, right now, Friday. we are one week from Christmas Day, my friend. Oh, my gosh. 
That was mm-hmm. fast. Jeez, December. Uh, actually, geez, 2021. Holy hell. Yeah, only only time enough to watch Jingle all the way one more time. <laughs> get, get one more watching in there, Dunaway. I would love it yeah. if you did so you could tell us how, how it went the mm-hmm. third time this year. Uh, also, uh, where the hell are we now? Oh, we go now to yeah. Brian Dunaway's, who we go to. Jingle all the way. What do I need a booster doll for? I got a booger at home. Hashtag Jingle Bells, Batman Smells. Fight me, Santa. <laughs> It's very good. And finally, Brian Ibbett. Jingle all the way. I had a turbo time watching this movie. No, oh, it's oh, terrible. Cute. Turbo. 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 Turbo time. Turbo. It's a turbo, turbo time. All right. Well done. Turbo uh, time. I was just handed this list. Uh, you, you you drifted into Jimmy Stewart there a little bit with your with your arm. <laughs> of course I do. Every yeah. every road leads to Jimmy Stewart. Yep, he's the man. He's the point of all light. Uh, all right, uh, this is uh, these are the alternate titles. This was almost called from sin bad to sin worse. <laughs> or <laughs> now I now I hurt. Yeah. Or and by the way, this is a point of contention, but I'll say the title was almost I'll be a hack because he's not good in this movie. <laughs> But uh, oh, he yeah. never did the thing because nor isn't that a hallmark of oh, Schwarzenegger? Yeah, never did the and he had so many opportunities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't get the stall. Oh, oh, the store will have him later. I'll be back. Like it wouldn't take, wouldn't take anything. But he didn't do it. I don't know what that was about. Wow. Maybe Arnold's like, I'm not doing it. They do it yeah. all the time. Forget or, it. Or just like any other any other one timer responses, right? Like he, you know, like cut, cuts a man in half with a sword and then somebody says what happened to him and arnie says he had to split mm, or, no, you know no, you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, right yeah, none, no none of that none of that no he had to play kind of the just the dad who's you know yeah. a little a little doofy a little uh inept yeah i have mm-hmm. a quote of what he said right before him and that maid uh cheated on <laughs> maria schreiber you want to hear what he said it was right sure. before conception he says this it's turbo time and it was that and then they <laughs> Got in there. Uh, well done, everybody. Uh, good job on the alternate titles. It's now time for emails, filmsack at gmail.com. We got one here this week from Ben, who uh, is our good friend, Ben Bumhofer, fellow uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. community yeah. member and good pal, Ben, okay. wrote in and says, hey, Sackers, first off, I want to thank you for sacking Better Watch Out. It was a movie I'd never heard of, so I went in with zero expectations and truly enjoyed the twists and the turns it took. I agree with him. I really liked it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The main reason I'm writing in is because there is one tiny piece of evidence that was left behind that points to Luke being the mastermind. When he ran back downstairs to leave the pencil on the door or floor rather next to the paint can kid, he was wearing gloves or wasn't wearing gloves. Hopefully right, right, right. that would be enough evidence with Ashley's testimony to beat out any, uh, he said, she said arguments. Love the show. And I'm looking forward to another year of sackings. Ben P.S. In the Highlander series, all of the immortals aren't Highlanders. Only Connor is because he is from the Highlands of Scotland. Yeah, but they retconned mm-hmm. all that in two, right? Because they were a planet and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. It was two is just such a, it's just a, a hard left turn. Like it's a detour away from everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, to, to, his, to his point about the evidence thing, I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, like clearly in I, that you know, rush that, around the only, the only problem with that of course being that uh the pencil is in the home of the kid and of course you know his fingerprints will probably be on oh, the pencil yeah yeah so i mean oh, yeah it would be that would be some pretty pretty circumstantial evidence there yeah i agree uh but awesome commentary as always ben good to hear from you if you would like to be like ben be like ben send us emails filmsack at gmail.com our next movie is not a movie. Our Christmas uh, weekend will be uh, a watch-along of sorts. Have we chosen it? We've chosen it. 
yes, chosen. We have. We've discussed We're, it in the chat it? room. What is mm-hmm. it, Randy? We're going to watch an episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. The OG Twilight Zone. Yeah. What's it's, the... Uh, is it a it's holiday called the um, Night of the Meek. Yeah, the Night of the Meek. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like a Night of the Meat. Great. Can we watch it? Yeah, Night of the our, Meat. Our only understanding, <laughs> the only thing we know about this is that it's got to do with Christmas. It's a Christmas Twilight Zone episode from Rod Serling. Nice. Sterling. With Art, Sterling. With Art Sterling. Carney, uh, a.k.a. Um, uh, uh, Honeymooners. Um, um, oh, uh, Ralphie. Oh, Ralph. Uh, no, not Ralph. Ralph Cramden. No? No, that's not not Ark. No, not Ralph. No, no it was Ralph. The other one. Yes. Uh, it was the no, other one. Uh, Wait, now I've got it confused. Hold on. Doesn't matter. Like, like I said, we don't know. We don't know what we're getting into. We we're going to find know. out. We have to know. Hold on. I'm looking this up. Okay. <laughs> this is Buddy. Uh, I'm trying yeah, to think. It's the old Ralph because it's Right. Wait. Hold on. Ed. No. No. Yes. Ed. No. Ed. No. Ed. No. No. Ed. Honeymooners. Ed Norton, you're right. Ed Norton. Norton, <laughs> Norton come yeah. in here. Actor, Norton. actor Ed Norton. It's called by his last name. Yeah. yeah. Edward Norton, uh, known for The Hulk and other uh, yeah, American History one. X. Not that one. Oh, not that one. Yeah. Okay. Right. Art Carney died in uh, November of 2003 at the age of 85. And what did he die from? Um, he fell on a tack and it went right into his pee hole, it says here. Into his back. Right, that was, that was his pee hole. Bro- it broke his mother's back, yeah. which also killed him. Yeah, and he was eighty-five. You can't recover from that. He died in his sleep of natural causes. Oh well, that's even better. That's how I want to go. Yeah. I just want I want someone to wake me, wake up, and find me cold. That's what I want. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Yep. What am I supposed to do with this? Yep. I don't want to be Gotta in the throes of cancer. You just reminded wanna... me, Scott, like a long time ago, like on Extra Life Radio. I think you said something like you were having like a. Uh, one of those moments where you say something as though you've been smoking a lot of weed, even though <laughs> yeah, you never smoked weed. I do that, yeah. And you, and you said something like, "Isn't it weird how every every day of our lives we go to sleep and we wake up the next day, and then uh, on the last one we go to sleep and we just stay asleep?" Yeah, I, don't, I still think that's a, I still think that's a trip. And you're right, I do. I'm not a weed smoker. I've never have, never even partaken once. But I, I I've been told before I think like a weed smoker. So it's, if I actually did smoke weed, what then? Oh my lord. What would happen then? Would I break open space time and like? <laughs> Maybe. What if it made you into like a a prudish critical thinker? You know, like what if? <laughs> what if it was the opposite for you? It might be. It might be. Boy, you know what? Some listeners are right. Some of our best conversations happen after emails at the end of the show. Yeah. 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 All right. Well done, uh, the 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 emailer people that send us emails because without them, we don't have them to read. So please keep them coming. Filmsack at gmail.com. In the meantime, our website is filmsack.com. Uh, and like we said, we'll see you next week for a watch along. And then after that, a whole new year of uh, Filmsack. Thanks for a great 2021, everyone. Uh, yeah. It's been great to have you all here. And uh, we have lots of cool ideas for the coming year. So stick around. Filmsack.com, Filmsack on Twitter. And as always, leave us reviews wherever you get the show. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Ta-ta, turtle man. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. It's turbo time. Time.